Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the I'm Not Kevin podcast with your host, Sean Holsworth. Hey, Sean. Hey, Kenny. Thanks for uh, thanks for co-hosting with me. You're welcome. You supposed to say the same thing to me. <laughs> we fucked that up every episode. <laughs> every time. So once again, we're doing a split cast uh, IPA today. Joining up with I'm Not Kevin podcast. That's uh, right. So you do your intro. I'll do my intro, and then we'll just take it from here. Ready? Hey, Sean. Hey, Kenny. What's up, man? How you doing? Pretty good. So. <laughs> that's like the that most, was the intro. Oh, yeah, that's the intro. God, most we, awkward yep. thing ever. Hours and hours of preparation for that. <laughs> hey, Frank. Hey, hey, guys. Yep. Speaking of awkward, <laughs> awkward, speaking awkward, speaking yeah. awkward. Here I am. <laughs> I showed up. So this is a <laughs> podcasting dream right here, man. We're actually in the brew house at Lengthwise, hanging out. Um, I am actually drinking one of their uh, Citrus Simcoe's right off the bright tank. I just literally, oh, I think I, I might, hopefully, I shut it off. It's just pouring all over the floor. <laughs> so, there's, um, there's a guy with a, a mop down the. Yeah. Down the way, trying to clean it up. Not sure what happened. So, um, just like last year, this is kind of a, a promo getting ready for Country Craft Beer Festival, which is April 27th at Mill Creek Park. And uh, being. Can, can you read? It's, April 7th. It's right up behind you. It's what right did I say? There. I April 27th. You said April 27th. Did I say 27th? Yeah, I wish. Right. I wish you had uh, enough time. Cut, take, cut, two. take it to take two. <laughs> hey, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> April 7th. Sorry. Um, and so April 7th, Mill Creek Park, and it's put on by the Active 2030 Club. Is that right? That's correct. All right. So we got Paul and Vance here. So uh, Vance, um, we have the same last name. So tell everybody I'm either his dad, his uncle, or... Yeah, it's kind of awkward. <laughs> last year, I found out that you are my dad. And uh, <laughs> my dad's been just playing this long con for so, 27 years. So Maury Povich was at the yeah. festival last you year. You are not the father. So yeah. much disappointment to yeah. find out that Kenny's your dad. <laughs> Depends on how you look at it. Depends on how you look at it. You know? <laughs> See, Frank, this is why you don't get invited. Yeah, I happen well, to like the conehead look. You know? <laughs> I got to take it. <laughs> got to do what I can. Off. I know. Yeah. Here you go. And... Wait, and what? done. Yeah, no, you're coming in loud and clear, Frank. Yeah, everything's good. <laughs> sure you are. Yep. So, hey, Paul, nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you, too. How's it going? Huh, pretty good. All right. So you are helping Vance put this together, or is Vance helping you? No, Vance puts this together. I, just, I think Paul's just here to drink beer with yeah, us. I'm not really sure. That's pretty much man, my role at this point. Yeah. I've been in the club for a long time, so that's the role I've designated yeah. for myself. Yeah, yeah. Paul has really seen this festival grow and change and really morph into what it is now, and without tuning our own horn, one of the premier beer festivals in Bakersfield. And, uh, you know, we bring in some pretty crazy stuff. Last year was a really good testament to that. I was able to walk around with a Hawaiian shirt on, not even act like I was part of the damn thing, <laughs> and just drink my face off. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it was amazing. And we do it all for the kids of Kern County, which that's, is... That's, that's terrific. I think yeah. we'll get into that in a little bit. But yeah, that, last year's, that, last year's uh, festival was outstanding. Was I'm thank glad you, you got your favorite. face back, because you got a good-looking face. <laughs> It's a family trait, you know. Oh man! Well, we asked Frank to say goodbye to the hair. We asked Frank to grow a beard. You know, it's like, dude, cover that shit yeah. up. <laughs> God only made don't. so many perfect faces. Uh, the rest, he's like, grow a beard. Don't be jealous of this beard. Yeah. Oh man. So, do you want to talk a little bit about Active Twenty Thirty Club and sure. what it means and what it's all about? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Active Twenty Thirty Club is a is a group of uh, young professionals here in Bakersfield. Um, there's one. We're in one charter of how many, Paul? I, well, at one point, there was thousands. Okay. So let's just say there's a couple hundred chapters all over the world. Um, what we do now is uh, we raise money specifically for children's charities here locally, Kern County-centric. Awesome. Um, every year, we raise, I think we can 
easily say we raise over $100,000 a year and wow. donate that straight back. Awesome. Every event that we do, every single uh, hour of our time is all volunteered. Nobody gets paid for anything that we do, including putting on this festival. Um, but it's it's a passion of ours, right? So there are so many underserved children here right. in Kern County. Right. And we're just very, very happy to be able to do that. And the list is long. I was looking at the list yeah. earlier of the of the charities you guys sure. give to. It's a it's yep. a pretty substantial list. It's pretty yeah. impressive. And so this might be more of a shout out for next year, but when we recruit volunteers to come and uh, pour beer and kind of help out at the festival, that's how we uh, allocate funds. So if you as an organization bring out 30 volunteers, mm-hmm. that as a ratio of volunteers is what you get kicked back. So our success is your success for sure. Awesome. Yeah. So last cool. year was... Uh, my first time hanging out with you on this Meet the Brewers mm-hmm. night and getting ready for this. So I guess a year later, let me ask you how successful was yeah. the Baker's, uh, the Country Craft Beer Festival for your um, money raising, right? Yeah. So every year since we've transitioned to Country Craft, this is our uh, fourth, yeah, fourth annual Country Craft. So we were previously Festival of Beers. We've uh, transitioned and really moved into a more elite class of craft beer festival. Um, we've been growing ever since. And it's been not just thousand dollars here a thousand dollars there but massive growth so 20 to 30 percent uh profit raising every single year so 2016 um was i believe we did 38,000. we gave that straight away uh at our check giveaway event here in lengthwise shout out to jeff williams and darren schwicker um those those dudes are legit man those are the uh two owners and brewers of lengthwise and they they do such wonderful things for there's been a lot of events here in the brew house from High schools having their um, it, it, like the the, the events, reunions reunions yeah. reunions and also for their um, uh, what is that when you like when booster you, clubs and things yeah. like that. Athletic, athletic boosters and stuff but it's the athletic like hall of fame for okay. that for oh, South right, High right. and North High and oh, all this yeah. they do stuff like that I mean they're just they're they're class acts they really they really are, are. so yeah and, and damn near silent about it yeah. no kidding you don't, you don't hear them promoting <laughs> yeah. themselves right well, I know they won't come on the podcast so they're, just, <laughs> they're just so humble that might have more to do with you. Yeah, I think it does. <laughs> you know, they've been on before, but uh, we'll see them at some of the, the festivals, and they just won't make eye contact. They'll keep yes. on going. Last year's Country Craft Beer Festival was was outstanding, and it yep. was, the weather was beautiful. The scenery was beautiful. It's not making eye contact right now. I know. Yeah, like, no, just, looking away. <laughs> so, um, but uh, so we thought it would be fun to podcast there at the yeah. the festival, and it went. It started out really well. Um, I was in the right at the front. It was like a little uh, peninsula right up against the water. It was beautiful, but um, the band was at the opposite end. Yep. And um, you could hear the band pretty well, Echoing but in but the background, um, yeah, yeah. But um, by the time I went back to listen to everything and, and edit it, the the music was overpowering. What we were, you couldn't hear anything we were saying. So I'm like, well. That's how good the quality was of the band. <laughs> so I don't think I'm doing yeah, that. I don't know what testament that if it's a testament to our sound quality or uh, the the lack of your equipment. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, the, I, the, the duct tape and bailing bail uh, wires is not giving it away. No, you know what? I, I it's funny you say that because I was just thinking last year you came across the mic so well with your with your manly voice you oh, you have and man. I and I sound like this freaking thirteen year old girl. <laughs> so this year I'm going I'm giving Vance the shitty mic. I'm taking a go. good mic and you still come out better than me on that. Hey <laughs> listen man, this is years and years of that radio jazz music. Right? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Every time it gives me Perfect. a boner. <laughs> Hey, I didn't get to finish what I was saying about the the change between 2016 and 2017. Keep going, keep going. Sorry, Uh, just to pull it back in. So we were 38,000 in 2016, and we were 48,000 in uh, 2017. And this year, uh, providing everything goes the same way, we sell out. We have a uh, statistical sellout. We have the same amount of uh, um, 
I'm sorry, profits from uh, sponsorships, et cetera, we should be at around fifty-five to fifty-seven thousand dollars. Awesome. Excellent. So That's awesome. To give away straight away to uh, to local children's charities here. Big emphasis on the hundred percent. Hundred percent. That is That's that is the so claim cool. to fame of our festival, in my opinion. I think one of the big things about this festival that we want to continue to do is keep it very uh, limited in in um, attendance, so that people can show up and not wait in line for an hour to get a beer. They can try as many beers as possible, mm-hmm. try a bunch of food, um, and not have to wait in that line. Right. Yeah. And yeah. even I mean, last last year was really my first full event that I went to, and and it didn't even feel like it was a rush it was i mean to me it was probably the premier event of the year thank you man really really yeah we really appreciate the weather was great the venue was awesome but i gotta say though being there early to set up my stuff that's where the chaos is way before the people get there it's it's a one way in one way out and if you were like i was in the furthest point so it was I, I I was minutes away from getting blocked in. And, I know. Yeah, and luckily for me, I was able to put my truck in a gimpy spot. So I was because I had my <laughs> gimpy pass. That, that's my handicap parking placard. So I had a good spot. Yeah. So one of the the cool things, and I mean, maybe one of the the ultimate limitations of the festival is the size of the venue. Um, we've chosen Mill Creek Central Park in Mill Creek downtown Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. Very unique uh, and very great venue, but pretty tight, right? Right. And yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. smaller venue in town. We're not going to Riverwalk. We're not trying to blow things out at Strammler. We want it to be kind of a tight, uh, intimate venue. Mm-hmm. And we want everybody to really feel the energy of the event. Um, last year, we had 25 restaurants, 50 breweries, wow. um, three main stage artists, three VIP stage artists, Russian River pouring in VIP, um, timed releases in VIP for local breweries. I mean, we bring out all the stops, and not to mention Troy Jensen and Austin Powell are putting together a homebrew tent. Yeah, they did that last year too. Yeah, I was part of that one. Yeah. It was amazing. It was so much fun to yeah. serve our, our beers out there, and we we're right up in the front, and it was like everybody was like super interested cool. in it. And it was a blast. Yeah. Oh, you got to turn that on, oh. Troy. So, on. can you hear me? Yeah. So yeah, uh, can you hear me now. Stay right on that one. We got a good group of homebrewers this year, uh, just like last year, and uh, like the last festival too, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna keep it nice and. I mean, it'll be small, but it'll yeah. be it'll be a nice, manageable, good. I think we have probably about eleven beers, maybe twelve beers cool. yeah. that'll be poured there, so, and it'll be good variety too. Yeah, and time. and I think a lot of people, especially in Bakersfield, now they're maybe a little bit more comfortable. And I think every year we always say like, Bakersfield's a market that's kind of untapped when it comes to craft beer, right? People mm-hmm. are very comfortable with what they drink in private. You know, there are Coors Lights and whatever it is. That's a hard nut to crack for sure. I get it. I I get it. So many people are dead set in what they drink. Yeah. But isn't it true that we've been growing as a craft beer community here locally? Oh, for sure. And and what that means is that there is a market, right? Well, and I would like to personally take credit for a lot of that. Absolutely. As you should should take all the credit. Yes. We'll get you a ribbon later. So, you know what? I want to just kind of say, though, um, Country Craft Beer Festival is probably the one that's got a VIP section. Yeah. And, um, I, I was uh, I, I'm just gonna say I was able to commandeer a VIP pass last year because I'm kind of a big deal. You hop the fence, <laughs> so, <laughs> security. But, but that's the only place you could get the Russian River, yep. and it had the um, because of the ADA Americans with Disabilities Act it had the handicap uh, porta potties, and they were pristine. Yeah. Matter of fact, I took my Russian River in there and just hung out for a little bit. <laughs> I know, I know he's not lying. He's so, he's quiet. I, know. I can but, see his, his stupid smile inside of Porter Potty right now. <laughs> drinking his my, beer. On my stupid face. 
but but in re- but reality though, it was uh, there was no lines there. There was um, it, it was legit. I mean, that yeah. little uh, VP section was pretty cool. So if you guys are listening to this and you're thinking about getting tickets, spend the extra money and get you the VIPs. You will not be sorry. Yeah, and and they will sell out. They will sell out. Um, in fact, if if we're talking about selling out, we're already like sixty seven percent, sixty nine percent to capacity. No. Uh, oh. Nice. No pun nice. intended on the sixty nine percent, but uh, Kenny, yeah, we are. Kenny. Things are feeling pretty sexual around this event right now. And, uh, Kenny bought those extra tickets yeah. just to get that percent right there. We're pretty excited. Um, we're selling. You said sellout. I was looking at Frank. Yeah. Sellout. Oh, oh, oh man, damn. Well, it's not fun, right? It's not fun when you're the butt of the joke. Yeah, yeah, no. It was actually pretty fun. But yeah, get your tickets uh, <laughs> online or at lengthwise locations. Um, the way that we track this is basically we have an Eventbrite that uh, we know will sell out. And then we have those physical tickets that get left over at all the lengthwise locations. So go grab some food and some beer and then buy your ticket there. Um, but yeah, they will sell out. It will yeah. sell out. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, how, much, how much work is it to orchestrate who... Because I, I saw everybody showing up, but to, to talk to vendors, yep. right? You got to tell these guys, I need you to come in, set up. And yep. basically, then they're donating, right? I mean, yeah. you're not paying them for their nope. stuff, right? Nope. So, um, how much orchestration goes into who sets up where? Yeah. And actually, again, I, I was amazed by this. It's almost like you want to tell, for those of you in the back, get here first, and yep. those in front get here last. But yeah. It's, but, it, uh, it's hard to get so, anybody to show up on time. Anyway, yeah. So, right? so, so, like you just mentioned, I mean, there's the the park has a one in one out. Um, and again, this has nothing to do with the attendees. The attendees have a very seamless experience, but our vendors definitely have uh, a more stressful experience between the hours of eight thirty. Right. I'm trying morning. to I'm trying to give the people to, an idea of what you actually oh, go through me? for for no 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 for but all of you guys yeah. But like you said, this is 100 percent volunteer, and, yeah. I, and I and I've always been a, a participant in showing up and drinking and mm-hmm. eating, but I'm, last year was the first time I actually saw what's entailed right. in the actual setting it up. And I think Troy had an, uh, an opportunity to assist with the bacon craft beer festival. And again, yeah. he was pretty stressed out. Yeah. Uh, so in there too, if you guys can think about putting on a festival as kind of like an air traffic control tower <laughs> at an airport mm-hmm. where you have planes that are unscheduled trying to come in and you have uh, people taking off at different times and blah, blah, trying to land. There's so much coordination that needs to happen. Um, and like you mentioned, the the narrow kind of access yeah. in and out. So it's, you have to- and it's it's nearly impossible to keep everybody sane, sane because right. everybody wants to put their hot food. You know, they want it to be ready to go. Yep. They want their beer to be able to be iced down. They want this. Well, you can only tier it so much, right? You can only say, okay, food vendors need to get here at before ten, and all the beer guys need to be there at seven thirty. So those are the kinds of challenges. But really, I, it, it isn't a test. It's an testament to uh, a testament. I'm sorry to all of the people that put this on. And at the end of the day, when they take their deep breath and they're like, okay, that was worth it. It's not just because they maybe got some future business out of it. It's because they really are helping. Mm-hmm. They are really helping. Un- right, right. Un- Putting in the time. Yeah. And that's just day of yeah. activity, right? No I mean, kidding. Talking Nothing coming up to yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Before it even gets to that day. Yeah. Our, our I mean, planning, just, to, just to organize this event. Yep. Right. Our, our planning committee starts in November. Um, we have our first kickoff meeting where we kind of recap everything that happened the year before and what we need to change and mm-hmm. what we really need to get a jump on the year after. Um, people get busy, you know. This is my second year running this event as chairman. Last year, I feel like I had a lot more time than I, around this time of year than I did this year. Right. Uh, but, you know, I was able to delegate a lot of things to guys that really knew how the, the event works, et cetera. So you weren't kidding when you said you, you really wish this was the 27th as yeah. opposed to the 7th. Yeah, I definitely wish I had more time. Uh, <laughs> every Every week... 
I start on Monday. I'm like, okay, it's the start of a new week. And then I blink my eyes and it's Friday. And all of a sudden, one week closer. Yeah, (laughs) one week closer. I'm like, I needed to call this guy. I needed to make sure this was coming. So, how do you um, schedule that part? Do you have to talk to the city? Yeah, so the city. So, uh, permit. Yep. So you have a, there's a, there's a bit of a permitting process. So you have to go to, yeah, the there's city. more permits than you can believe. Yeah. There really are. <laughs> there really are. So you go to the city initially, you request a date. They give you the date. You pay for it. Um, they give you a discount because you're a nonprofit. You tell them what the event's about. Then you have to go to ABC, get your day oh, of yeah. liquor mm-hmm. license. You have to go to, uh, um, environmental health. You have to make sure that you have all your vendors and all your food and restaurants are signed off. If they don't have a catering license, then they have to meet certain standards, et cetera. Um, all of that permitting, it goes really well. It's pretty easy. They know us now. So we just kind of go in and rinse and repeat. Is that, uh, is that a big deal to get, um, um, to get a relationship with these folks so they know who you are? And then when you keep going yeah. back, they already, they, you've already jumped through all the hoops once. You don't have to keep reiterating all that. Yeah. It's re- cool. Reinventing the wheel. It's cool. Everybody has their Excel spreadsheet of contacts, you know, for these kinds of events. And we just go down the list and we say, Hey, it's us again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting ready to go. We're gearing up for this year. And they're like, okay, here's what we need. And then you check off the box. So, but yeah. I would say putting on a, a quality event probably helps with that a lot as yeah. well, right? Because next year, if they yep. had trouble, they're not going to be as apt to help you out, right? Absolutely. So yep. that's. They are really helpful people, though, too. Mm-hmm. I remember the first year that we did Country and Craft, I was sitting in the office of the Environmental Health Board <laughs> uh, trying to get uh, the food, the food permit. And, uh, that was a rush thing because they saw a poster of ours and we didn't know that we had to get a food permit. Oh, geez. <laughs> and they oh, so called us different. up and said, hey, do you want a fine or do you want to come down here and, <laughs> and deal with it? <laughs> we don't want to give you a fine. Yeah, no kidding. No they kidding. were very friendly, very helpful, and we got it all squared away and it's just been in the history books. So awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So right now, um, this, is a, this is a beer podcast, so I do have to talk a little bit about the um, – I actually did – my first beer was the uh, Citrus Simcoe lengthwise beer right off of the Bright Tanks. Um, they actually have a tap handle back there. And, and I even told the uh, Jeff when the other I said, man, I said, this is kind of a dream come true to actually be back here in the brew house pulling a beer right off of your yep. of a tap handle in the brew house. And he goes, I feel the same way. You know, <laughs> Every <just> day. <laughs> but um, so we also uh, probably one of my favorite beers of all time, uh, Pliny the Elder from Russian mm-hmm. River. So you guys – uh, thank you for for bringing those bottles. Three of them. Actually. He's got a great date on it too. Yeah, this is March ninth. Uh, not a bad date. Three nine eighteen. So <laughs> did you That's have to go up? Did you have to go up there to Russian <laughs> River and? You know, every year somebody has to make a sacrifice and make the trip up to Russian River. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. I've, I've product research. I feel right. so bad. Do they do they yeah. donate or do you have to pay for it? So we have to pay for it, but. I think everybody that probably listens to podcasts or knows California breweries, uh, they don't distribute down to Southern California mm-hmm. in general, right? There's a lot of uh, special one-off in LA and San Diego, but nothing in Bakersfield. No way to get our hands on it here. But when we go up there, you know, everybody has their limit. One case of Pliny and six uh, six blind pig, blah, blah, blah. You can only get so many. But right, the, the moment that we tell them about our festival and what we're get, actually buying the beer for, uh, that tune changes a little bit. So that's sh- awesome. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Russian awesome. River because, no yeah, we pay an arm and a leg for this beer. Um, but you know it, they make it worth it for us. The trip is definitely worthwhile. The first year we had to be tra- kind of sneaky about how we got our hands on the double the limit kind of thing. Don't <laughs> <laughs> tell anybody. But the years, the years since, we just kind of put a call ahead and say, hey, we're going to be coming up on Saturday during uh, St. Patrick's Day that weekend. And uh, if you guys don't mind, we want to do double our limit. And they're like, well, we don't do that. 
So then we send them a link to the website of our festival, et cetera. hundred percent goes to local children's charities. And then they're very, very happy to accommodate. Awesome. So yeah. cool. I'm actually thinking you'd be kind of cool next year. If maybe we, a couple of us can go with you. Cause I would, yeah. so, I would, love, I would love to buy a couple of cases of planning yeah. and have that just at the house. Yeah. So it's, if you guys haven't been to the brewery itself, it's a pretty unique experience. Uh, the line starts getting pretty hectic on Saturday yeah, mornings. See that. <laughs> um, at about 10 a.m., there's already 30, 40 people in line to sit in the restaurant, which opens at 11. And it's not big by any means. If you guys think about, uh, lengthwise on district, it's about the same size as far as like the eating area. Mm-hmm. Wow. So but, would, it, uh, would it be smarter if we went on like a Friday? It would be, yeah. <laughs> it, or Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, I think, high fives. I think yeah. we got it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, I, think, I think we're in. Product research. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we go every year. If anybody wants to tag along, just uh, meet us up yeah, there the I weekend. I definitely St. think Patty's Day. me and Sean are down next year. Sweet. Go with you. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Especially on a Friday. Yeah. We, yeah. That way we can tell uh, Frank all about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh Frank's not available That's on Fridays? Fine. That's perfect. No, no, I'll, I'll have a good time watching. <laughs> no, I got to tell you, so I got this is so funny. So um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I went over to uh, BBC, Bakersfield ba- Beer Company, to grab um, some beer for Richie's birthday. Shout out to Richie again. He, he couldn't beer today because, well, there's always a reason why Richie couldn't beer now, right? <laughs> but today he's, he's taking... Who's his, Richie? Yeah, fuck Richie. <laughs> So he's, yeah, he took his daughter to the Easter Bunny. So I get it. I get it, man. It's a, he's, it's a new dad thing. But anyways, uh, I went over to BBC to get him a birthday present, and they were closed. But I went next door to um, uh, to to um, Dionysus, and um, Kyle's in there brewing. So I'm just hanging out with Kyle, just bullshitting <laughs> with him. So I, I took a picture and I said uh, I sent it to uh, <laughs> yeah. Frank and and John and Ag and said, Hey, I'm brewing with Kyle over at Dionysus, and. and John's reply was, "Oh God, help us!" Yeah, <laughs> Frank. That's what he said. Frank, yes. Frank was the most jealous motherfucker. Right? He was like, "Oh yeah, well you're probably just standing around." No. And I'm like, he said, "Contaminate." Uh, yeah, that was, pro- that was probably true though, right? Yeah, no, he said, "I'm brewing. Like, I'm brewing at Dionysus." Like, you you're doing? probably you were just filming. standing there. No, you know damn well Kyle's not going to let anybody, especially me, behind the wall. I was right? like, he took, yeah, he took the picture like so, where you can't even see the wall. I'm so like, oh yeah, I know what side of the I wall. I grabbed you one are. of those little clamps. I grabbed one of those little hose clamps and I said, look, and I held it up, and then Frank's like, oh yeah, holding things and standing around. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, that'd be like Darren letting me come back here and brew. It ain't gonna happen, man. Which, just, yeah, again, so, not gonna happen. No. Sorry, I don't want to. I want to butt in really here, but uh, not without proper. But while Vance has stepped away here for a moment. Um, just wanted to uh, share with you my favorite part of the festival, and that's usually when uh, Vance isn't looking and I pound one of these bottles of Pliny before uh, the event starts. <laughs> I heard that, Paul. Oh, it, now it's oh, recorded. It's, See now you now there. Recorded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're on. So, um, <laughs> Drake, can I borrow the mic real quick? Yes. Jesus Christ, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Every time. Oh, my God. Hey, Darren. So that's that when you got to kind of hold straight at your face. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Sir. What? Perfect. So, again, right. um, yeah. once again, this is Darren, uh, owner, brewer, master, lengthwise, uh, along with Jeff. I wanted to, again, we were just talking about um, how what a class act you guys are to put on these shows and help help raise money. And and um, we were saying, you, you know, you do it for a lot of other things as well. There's always some kind of event going on back here. And, and you guys rarely ever take credit or... or you guys are pretty humble, and I just want to personally on, on the podcast say thanks for letting letting folks do this. Thank you. Yeah. That's what it's all about, getting people in. It's very there. cool. 
Yeah, I, I introduced my wife to Darren, and apparently I did it like for the third time. <laughs> like, I, I rarely talk to Darren sober, so it's like, oh. and you, I'm rarely sober. <laughs> <laughs> it all balances out. <laughs> so, hey, Darren, I got a couple of uh, uh, questions I'm going to ask all the brewers. I get a chance to so. So for lengthwise, what's new uh, from your brewery is, and, and what can we expect in the future as far as either beers or packaging? Because last year we talked to you, and that's when you guys were talking about coming out with the 12-ounce bottles for, like, the citrus. Right. And we stuff. did that, and we're starting to get moving with it, and it's working well. I uh, love the machine we got, but the next step will be definitely cans. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, what about uh, any other beers? Oh, um, man, we're just... Right now, the sky's the limit. We're starting to mess around with more and more yeast. Uh, right now, we have our Czech Pilsner out that we all are kind of digging right now. And that's giving us uh, encouragement to start going, you know what, let's not get away from IPAs, but mix it up a little more and kind of go into some Belgians, things like that. Because, I, you know, right now, Bakersfield loves their IPAs, but there are folks out there that they, I've got people that won't listen to my podcast because they're like, I don't like IPAs. I'm like, okay, IPA today is a play on USA Today. It doesn't mean I only talk about IPAs. I mean, there's other beers. We talk about anything, you know? Right, right, right. Beers in general. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Fermentation. Fermentation. <laughs> Wait, what's um, that process like? I just drink IPA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I asked you this. Oh, so, uh, how do you? This is a question that Tyler wanted me to ask. So, uh, how do you feel about your beers sitting on the shelf at the local grocery stores next to an AB or a Miller Coors? I love it. I mean, it's uh, quite the compliment of everything. <laughs> is to actually see your product anywhere. Uh, I love seeing stickers. If I'm in Alabama and there's nowhere around that I know anybody, and I see a sticker in a uh, bottle shop. It's <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, I that's gotta a, tell you that product being sold, right. I'm more than thrilled. I was in February. I was in Vegas and I went to the um, Margaritaville, mm-hmm. and I uh, was at the bar having a margarita. Went to the bathroom to, uh, to use the bathroom, and I went to the towel handle to pull out some paper towels to dry my hands out because I do wash my hands. I'm like Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and think that's true. Kenny. On this, on the side of the paper towel roller was a zoo sticker. Nice, I love it. Take a picture, which is way better than my sticker, right, Frank? That's mm-hmm. in the urinal at lengthwise. Yeah, it yeah, was a good place for it. I mean, I was, I looked at it when I was peeing on it. I mean, that was nice of you. Okay. Um, and again, I've asked you this question before. What beer are you drinking outside of lengthwise? Right now, I still lean towards Care C right now. Uh, I'll go down to Bakersfield uh, Bottle Count, our brew. Uh, BBC? BBC? Yep. <laughs> uh, try out what they have new that's coming through. Uh, what I like about that is they're out reaching around trying to no, sure. figure out what's yep. new and upcoming. Yep. Does that help you seeing what's upcoming? Does that help you kind of decide which direction uh, you want to head? Yeah, and it also gives so me insight with. when I'm going out of town, which breweries I want to Does go it? to. Because yeah. these days it's hard to go. You know, there's a lot of uh, weeding out. For sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. For sure. So um, another one is, so so we're in the the new, I guess it's not new anymore, but the new brew house for lengthwise and... We've got the pub that's close to my house, which is where Sean and Frank and I and Troy kind of hang out. And then uh, we've got the the uh, location at the the marketplace is close to where I work, so we call that L three. Yeah, L three. Yep. So any any uh, future plans for any more expansions? 
you know what? I think we're going to start focusing a little more on the beer side and go, all right, let's get this really kind of moving. We're doing well in Kern County, but as we reach out, we have to work harder and harder to get people to pull that product off the shelf and give us a shot. So our next one's to go north and then go also down towards Los Angeles. Cool. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. So do you ever get to a, let's say you're taking a family trip and you just happen to go try out a brewery and you try the beers and do you ever think that's, <laughs> that's something that's, that's something I want to do? No, oh. no, not to go to a brewery. I get that, but I'm just saying, have you ever tried, <laughs> that's a given. Have you ever tried one of their beers and go, this is something I would like to, to maybe brew up? You know what? Uh, every once in a while I get really impressed and usually it's Northern California that does it to me. Really? But, uh, yeah, every once in a while I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Or I like ideas they're using in aesthetics or dry hopping, mm-hmm. something of that sort. Gotcha. That's kind of neat. That's awesome. Neat. Yeah, so so you mentioned Bakersfield. So in, in Bakersfield, you, you and Jeff are kind of like the OGs of the craft beer community. I mean, you guys kind of kicked off the whole craft beer industry here in Bakersfield. <laughs> so anybody that has anything to do with beer obviously knows you guys in Bakersfield. So how is it when you go out of town – do, do, do people know you, recognize you, or, or would no, you say No, not name? really. Uh, it's a funny thing. That's why I say, you know, in Kern County, we really have, uh, we got our name solidified here. Sure. But you start going north or south or east or west, and it yeah. becomes more and more vague. Uh, Central Coast isn't as bad, uh, but... How many people from Bakersfield go to the? <laughs> we, own, we own the Central yeah, Coast. Yeah, we right. Bakersfield, Bakersfield West. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Bakersfield so, West. Yeah. We do quite well over there. Uh, we just keep working on that name recognition. So yep. when you do see your product next to Budweiser and whatnot, you're going, oh, yeah, now we have a chance. Somebody else is putting out our product for us mm-hmm. in front of other people, hopefully. So do you have any concerns with, because uh, like at Vons, you'll always see Citrus Simcoe and Zeus uh, on the, in the bomber section. Do you have any concerns with that, like a local grocery store with your with shelf turds, right, with a, with a bomber sitting there too long? No, you know what? Uh, we have a guy that actually goes out and about and makes sure that. Checks hey, bottling dates and things. You know what? you got to keep an eye on it. We try our hardest to get them, and hopefully they're not sitting there. But we do have somebody out there looking. It's good. It's good. You know? I mean, that's usually the first thing I I look at when I go up to I see the date on there just to make sure. Yeah. I mean, especially with a bunch of the IPAs that are out there and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's the last thing you want to have is a beer IPA. that's not going to be what the brewer actually intended. The wrong because, representation, right? right? I got to give credit to Troy. He's kind of the first one that, that told me, you know, check the dates. You know, you can see how fresh your beer is. I never really thought of that until... I always thought the born on date was just some kind of spoof that Budweiser did. I didn't realize that Troy kind of, that's the one thing about doing this podcast in Bakersfield. You know, you meet so many people and they just educate you, educate you, educate you. And it's, it has nothing to do with what, what I know. It's just stuff that I've learned from hanging around you guys. So it's, it's kind of a, kind of a thing. So thanks, Troy. I appreciate it. Yeah. But even, though, still, even though we took your mic away. Yeah, yeah we'll we still don't let him have a mic. Yeah. Yeah. I love this new term, um, shelf turds. Self, yeah, that shelf turds. Shelf That's a great one. Uh, one thing I wanted to say about lengthwise, though, as the, yeah. being part of this uh, beer festival that we do, um, they've always been a presenting sponsor from day one. Um, lengthwise, while there are other microbreweries starting in Bakersfield, and they grow, I mean, over the past five years, we've seen... Um, 
at least two or three others mm-hmm. grow and and become prominent in the area as well. Um, aside from their great beer, I, I think one of the great things that Lengthwise does is they they really uh, act as a catalyst and really help out those breweries, and they are encouraging encourage them uh, to grow as well. Whereas you can yeah. see in maybe some other markets where they they kind of battle the breweries are at a battle. It's like more yeah. of a friendship yeah. and an alliance here. And that makes me happy as a craft beer fan in Bakersfield that if the big dog is helping you helping out the small guys and getting them to grow, I can see a lot more growth happening in right. this yeah. town. It's all yeah. healthy, right? Well we're all about the quality of beer. Right. And we want the same attitude being taken with every brewery that mm-hmm. comes into Bakersfield. It'd be awesome for Bakersfield be known as you want to go to a place for great beer. Yeah, no kidding. Just go to Bakersfield. Bakersfield. No kidding. Right. Oh, right. What Bakersfield? Yeah, absolutely. That's, you know, and I know we've had this conversation before, but you know, a lot of people don't know. But but back in the day, when like my, the, the, we always talk about the gateway beer that that got you into craft beer. Mine was Voluptuous Blonde from Fergati's, which actually was Darren and Jeff's beer when they worked at uh, Bootleggers before they even started Lengthwise, yeah. and then. And then, uh, you know, back in the day, Kyle Smith was a home brewer buying, buying home brewing uh, ingredients and kits from these guys. And they kind of helped him craft what, what started out as KRBC. And then Richie, my, my partner that's never on the podcast anymore, but, <laughs> but for those who don't know, he is, he's a PhD in economics. And we talk a lot about the new brewery, Great Change. It's going to open up behind lengthwise. And what would that do? Is that a good? Is that bad? And, and actually, Richie's like, and, and, and this community, that's actually a good it's thing a good because thing. we can, we can, I love lengthwise. So let's come here and have a beer. And, and, but you love great chains. Let's walk over there now. So there's actually a partnership that's working out. And then, um, like I was just talking earlier, you know, when I was over there at, uh, Dionysus hanging out with Kyle, uh, the other day, just bullshitting with him. If, if like to, to, uh, Paul's point, if you actually pay attention to his equipment, he's got a pretty big tank back there with a big old giant lengthwise decal on the side that yeah. that these guys helped him out so it's mm-hmm. not only do they not mind the competition but they're like let what can i do to help right so and, and even as a consumer i mean when you're when you're at a place and you go well we're going to leave here and try somewhere else where should we go and the guy across the the bar goes try this place they're yeah. awesome yeah. too i mean mm-hmm. that's it's a it's a nice environment because you know you're going to get a good product yeah. and i mean think about the collabs right, oh, collab right. Collabs like on the dl is one of the more recent ones oh, which yeah. turned out amazing that was really good and then lcb and dionysus have done their own collabs i mean this is it, this community is it's, it's quintessential bakersfield right well, everybody is it's a it's a old school mentality it's a good old boys kind of thing and that that transfers into these businesses yep. well it kind of just talks about tonight's uh this event, event yeah right you got meet your brewer night at lengthwise so we got all the all the lengthwise's competitions are coming here yeah. to say, "Hey, try my beer. Try my beer. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Darren. Try my beer." Right? I mean, it's yep. just, it just speaks I, volumes of what these guys do. Again, it's like being the only duck in a pond. You need help. I mean, yep. it is so hard to get people out there to get into craft beer. Mm-hmm. So it is nice to have what you call a competition. I look at it as guys that are still, we're all in the trenches together trying to dig it out, going, hey, there is flavorful beer out yep. there. And, and I think that I, I would imagine, again, I'm on the outside looking in, but I would imagine that if all these guys came together and they said, what's our biggest goal? It would be, let's sell more cases of beer in this town than a Budweiser or one of these larger, highly distributed mm-hmm. beers. Right. You know? Right. 
Like you got to think about if, if they could all come together and, and as a group, if they could cumulatively sell more cases in grocery stores, that's a win for the community. Yeah, regardless so, of whose label's on it. Yeah, whose label doesn't matter at that point. So, Darren, how are you guys doing as far as distribution? How are you? I mean, we know you're at the coast, but how far are you going north and, and south via distribution? We're really going towards Burbank and not real deep into L.A. We got a few counts down there, and we go up almost to Fresno. And we make these routes every week, you know, just real quick and get our names out there and focusing on just a few key people. We figure it's best to focus on people that are going to move our product. Then we can stay on it. Hopefully, as they move the product, somebody else is going to want it. And then they can move some more. But we don't want to just get accounts, find our product there for six months and go, okay, well, we sold product, but it's not moving. It's not good for us. Right. That's not good. Shelf so, life again. Right. Yeah. It's like poor <laughs> right? Yeah, shelf turns is not your friend. And, and like, I can tell you for sure, like I'm like really heavy on Instagram with beers that I try and I'm always posting things out of, you know, what I like and what I don't. And you, you, the last thing you want is to have a bad beer because of time that it sat on the shelf mm-hmm. and then have that get posted out and, and go, what the hell is that? Yeah. Doing? What is this? And then yeah. everyone see that. Yep. It's the hardest thing for me to do is to actually judge a brewery on bottled beer or canned beer or mm-hmm. any, unless I'm there at the brewery where you get fresh. So, um, so talking about coming into lengthwise, getting into the cans, how big of an ordeal is that as far as, cause you guys have your own bottling machine here. All right. Do you, will that, this may sound stupid, but will that can as well? Or do you have to buy another machine for that? And no, get- I got to buy a whole new machine and it costs a lot more than <laughs> <laughs> I got in my pocket. So, uh, sure. it's one of those things that, uh, we like to learn things explore what we're going to do, learn it as well as we can, and then get into it. It's hard to buy something that's like $250,000 and go, okay, uh, let's learn how to fix it. <laughs> you know, it, it is a bear. So yeah. we like to learn a little more before we jump into it. And also maybe go with a mobile canning unit, see what they do, and see the similarities and what we need to avoid what are the pluses and all that yeah i, I don't know if, uh so there was an episode of the podcast where um so tyson of lcb uses a mobile unit and they had a, a a new canner show up one day and and they had everybody show up for this canning event and there was an issue with it and it just there was a ton of people there wanting to get the beers they all showed yeah. up for it the, there was a lot of product that went down the drain. It was uh, just a, a mess, you know, and, and uh, that those are the, the things you're talking about. Who right, was, right, right. Yeah. So it's one of those things. It's like, let's find out what the issues are before we get in. Do some more uh, exploring and finding out what other people are using and what they're having luck with. And also see what how their organizations ran, too. So that gives you a little idea how the product's going in. Right. What? So uh, when you guys do start canning, what's the first beer that's going to be out there in the can? it got to be Zeus. I mean, oh, yeah. it's not <laughs> Zeus. Yeah, I can't. If it's not Zeus, why are we even talking about it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right now Zeus is our, our baby. Yeah. It, yeah. it makes everything run. And it earns it. 
It earns it. Yeah, I guess that's a good question, though. I, I guess um, what is that? Is Zeus right now your flagship beer? Is that the one that that's? I the- would say so. Uh, there's things like the Centennial is probably our number one selling beer in house, hmm. but throughout uh, people picking up kegs, putting it on draft, bombers, twelve packs. It's Zeus. Wow. So last time I was here, or maybe the time before, uh, when I left, Jeff had given me two bombers, and they were the Zeus with the habanero in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, that was actually funny to give Frank and, and Joey, because I just told them, hold on, I got a surprise for you, this Zeus. And then, of course, it gave them both heartburn. I'm like, you two worst Mexicans ever, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not supposed to drink jalapenos. <laughs> but that was an amazing beer. So did that uh, experiment go anywhere? Are you guys plan on doing that again? You know what? We're always playing with ideas. Like, you know, right now I'm really trying to push the yeast aspect. I think there's so many creative beers out there you can do with, you know, just a little exploration. Uh, Again, that Pilsner we're doing right now, I'm real proud of. It is beautiful. Earlier you said something about experimenting with yeast. Oh, yeah. Is that kind of a result of that? Pilsner a result of that? Yeah, exactly. it's one of the harder beers to do. There's really no room for mess ups. You right. got to do it clean, 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 and same way every time. Right. So you know we're a little apprehensive, but do it a couple times, and now it's pretty dialed in. We're looking and a time investment as well, right? Huh? And a time investment as well. Oh right? yeah. Oh, definitely timing involved too. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, definitely. Okay, there's my fermenter. It's being used for a month. Right. Uh, well, we have the space That's to a lot do of it rent. right now. Not when we do things like the wheat, uh-huh. it goes a little quicker, so we can make up for that with the Pilsner taking up another yeah. tank. Nice. nice. Awesome. So the Pilsner needs to be pretty clear, right? I mean, Absolutely. It's got to be crisp and clean. So I uh, just saw uh, Timbler's vehicles showing up, and, and one thing uh, Lottie's kind of never wanted to do, and he finally did, was make a hazy beer. Um yeah. That's he, around the corner. Okay. All right. Glad to hear it. That's, that's what everybody <laughs> Well, you know what's funny? Ten years ago, hazies were everywhere. I, <laughs> I mean, that's what all the craft beers were doing because we couldn't afford a, a couldn't afford filter. filter it, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was like that. Well, people started complaining all the way. You need to clean it up. And, all right. So it went this way. Now it's kind of Timbler actually, when they built the place, actually installed a centrifuge. Yeah. To, to ensure clarity. Right. And everybody goes, hey, where the fuck's yep. all the hazy beers? Yeah. You know? it's a <laughs> we spun all that crap out. It's a circle. Yeah. <laughs> it's a circle. Hey, before, before we finish these beers as a group, why don't you introduce who just joined us at the table and who just poured these beers for us really quick. Yeah, so right. Tyler, Tyler, uh, why don't you tell us what you just poured us? Again, Tyler with LCB showed up. Shut up. So <laughs> I just poured you guys some purple beer. All right. It's actually uh, called Black Puppy. Uh, we make a line of uh, gozas. First was Cheeky Puppy and then Cherry Puppy. Uh, this is Black Current, Pink Himalayan Sea Salt. And uh, I think it gives you a nice tartness, nice little sweetness. It's not too sweet, not too tart. Reminds me of just biting into like a blackberry or something. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really good, well That's balanced. Stupid good. Yeah. yeah. I like the saltiness. I think it's got yeah, a real good salt to really it. Good. Yeah, I thought it was uh, my first taste. I thought it was going to be a little on the sour side, but it's not. It's, it's actually pretty good. Well, I mean, it is. It is a. Yeah, I mean, it's a kettle sour, but we don't, uh, you know, I mean, it's kettle sour, 
it's not going to be a barrel-aged sour, so it's not going to have that crazy tartness like you're used to with lengthwise. Right. I mean, with Dionysus. Dionysus. Uh, first thing I drank when I walked in yeah. today was on the DL, so that's why it was on my mind. <laughs> yeah. uh, really good beer, by the way. Um, but, I mean, this this uh, has a place on our board. Uh, you know, we do a lot of hazy IPAs, a lot of West Coast that are 100 IBUs. Um, you know, the average beer drinker walks in. They're not going for our 100 IBU West Coast IPA. Right. They're probably not going to go for our hazy IPA, you know. So, I mean, that's that's why we continue to pump out uh, Gozas. I mean, we don't distribute this or anything, and this is an in-house beer. I just know you guys like the good stuff, so I brought it's you usually the, Yeah, I really appreciate that. Usually the first thing I, I get when I go there is if they have a Goza on tap, it's the first thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he had our blueberry one last time. Oh, it was good. Yeah. Oh, God. So, so good. I just don't yeah. want your palate to be any, any more brutalized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's kind of hard, it's hard to go backwards. Right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, I'll, exactly. <laughs> I'll do 10 of these and then... And then go, to the, go to the IPA. Take 10 yeah, and, uh-huh. and then drive back to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just why not? No, <laughs> no, no, no. I walk. It's an easy drive. <laughs> just sober up on the way back. Disclaimer Frank's hot wife drives him home. Yeah, that's okay, it. There you go. <laughs> yep. that's, that's usually it. But I'm just, just not being a super fan of the sours in general, just, just my palate. But this is super drinkable. I mean, it's like you said, it's not super sour, not super sweet, but yeah. just real, real drinkable. I was, th- I was thinking the same thing. It, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the Funkadelic. Uh, this know, is actually the same recipe that Kyle helped us with when we made Goza the Blueberryan. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we didn't want to just keep using his name. I mean, that's that's one of those things. You know, you have to you know branch off. But right. I mean, you know, Kyle and Tyson worked on this recipe together for Goza the Blueberryan, uh, and then we've done our own thing. Uh, Tyson was already making something called Cheeky Puppy. Oh right, right. That's yeah. a barrel age. You've had that, that was a really before. good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, we just integrated you know things that we were already doing plus the things that uh, Kyle with Dionysus came over and shared with us. I mean, the guy makes great goes with great sour, you know, so. which is right back to the conversation we were having earlier with Darren was just the, the collaborations and the, and the, the, the way the craft beer community in Kern County works is just helping each other out and trying oh, yeah. different things. And it's, it's, it's a pretty neat thing to watch kind of from the outside looking in. Okay, from the right. inside looking out, it's, uh, it's awesome as well because you go into some other beer communities. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many listeners you have in Fresno, but um, probably a shit ton. Probably like two. Know. There's probably two. Probably. Just, I mean, <laughs> we're like at 10, 20 in Vegas. So just so like, oh, I mean, six or seven. There's probably Fresno. what, like 10 breweries in Fresno now? Yep. Oh, wow. I have, I, and to my knowledge, I don't know of any collaborations they've done together. Jeez. I know they've done collaborations with other outside, outside, market, but outside the area. I don't see that same inclusiveness that I see mm-hmm. here in Kern County. Wow. Now, I'm not, I'm not down talking any of those guys. I yeah. love Tioga. Uh, I, House of Pendragon. If you haven't been there, you got to go. I mean, we talk about some hazy beers. Mm-hmm. They're doing it. They're just not. Hey, I just want to, I don't know if those guys are listening at all or if you guys have connections at this table, but if any of those guys are interested in coming in, uh, Country and Craft, there's still space available, and we'd love to have some semi-local, local breweries. So if anybody's out there listening. Just, Did you uh, hit up House of Pendragon? I do not have any contact information for House I of Pendragon. I got you. Okay. I know that Full Circle was out there last year. Tioga, obviously. House of um, Pendragon, Brad Gaines. Okay, Brad Gaines. Brad Gaines. I, did want, I did want to ask you about that. I, yeah. As far as um, the sponsorship, you guys sell a different level of sponsorship for the festival. And yep. I mean, you still have spots available. And yeah. That means we, we got to get this out before the festival. Oh, this is going out Sunday. Thank okay, God. Yeah. Mine is, yeah. Yeah. I love that you work hard, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you got to make and, them and, work hard. And, <laughs> and just for you, Vance, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not even going to edit this. Oh, yeah, my God. Perfect. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. it. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, Tyler, so speaking of uh, Fresno and Full Circle, how's, how's uh, everything working out with Mike? I know, kind of putting you on the spot, but. Uh, no, not on the spot at all. Uh, He's, not gonna, he's someone, terrible. Someone, yeah. <laughs> someone was just talking about they tried Pillow Party the other day. Who was that? 
I don't know. I, just had, I had it. I, I've had, I've had oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, Mike's beer, start to finish. Oh, cool. Uh, That's a good. It was good. Uh, you know, he has a lot of package experience. He worked with Riley's, the root beer company. Uh, used to run their packaging machines. Um, he basically took full circle from the 20-year mm-hmm. thing it was that mm-hmm. wasn't selling a lot of beer and really... Made it actually a brewery. Uh, yeah. Uh, put them on the map in Fresno. Mm-hmm. And when he got tossed to the side, uh, that was the first phone call I made. It was like, hey, Tyson, mm-hmm. get this guy up here. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> that fellow party, him, him, that was his recipe from the start to the finish. That yeah, says a lot. And the last time we were up there... When he would just came on, Tyson was like, "You could just see some, some, you know." He just wasn't. Well, you, he wanted to make sure he was going to do his recipes and make them you gotta, you know, represent right. Well, you got to you got to feel someone's Ooh, style. Yeah, out, you know? like, yeah. yeah. We're Sounds using cool. a different system. Uh, you know, the equipment yeah. system is different. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you took Tyson and threw him on the system behind us, it'd probably take him a little while to figure out right, and figure right. out the yeah. idiosyncrasies, or I, I like to call it. But um, <laughs> it probably took Mike a little while. Now he's made some other beers as well that. Tyson's put a stamp on and things like that, Cryodome, a few others. Uh, but I mean, every beer you've had since he came on is—I mean, Mike's mm-hmm. Mike's Mike's doing the brewing. Uh, Tyson's, you know, still doing his mad scientist thing on the recipes <laughs> and the hop combos. And um, I got one tonight called Taste My Thoughts. Uh, I drive around a lot, as most of you know, so I've always got things popping around in my head and. I'm always trying other people's beers, which some to some people they're probably like, "Why are you drinking everyone else's beer?" But yeah, you got to know. I'm always I'm always out there like, "Hey, what does this taste like? Well, Why and, does and, it taste this way?" And you're a beer guy. Yeah, not, you're, not, you're not just in the industry. You're a beer guy, right? So, taste my thoughts. I was literally sitting in traffic in L.A. one day. I after like ten hours of making deliveries, you know, it's two hour drive of traffic home. So I'm sitting <laughs> there and I I call Tyson and I'm like, "What would a Zaka, Chinook, and Idaho Seven do?" <laughs> And we keep talking, and then I'm like, well, let's throw out the Azaka. What would Idaho 7, Chinook, and Equinot do? And, you know, after talking and driving and all mm-hmm. that, that's what we settled on was uh, Idaho 7, uh, Chinook, and Equinot and Taste My Thoughts. Um, we've been experimenting with some grain bill changes. Um, I think that uh, you can taste, you know, the difference. Uh, and I think uh, we're elevating our game as mm-hmm. well. I mean... Uh, if we were just producing the juices real over and over and over again, I have no doubt that we would be successful with that beer. Right. Um, it sells out in a day every time we yeah. release it. Uh, but it's not who we are. Yeah. We're constantly yeah. experimenting. It. We're constantly pushing the envelope. Mm-hmm. Are all these going to be a five-star representation? No, it's an experiment. Mm-hmm. You know, Sometimes you're going to have one that's going to have a little bit of a different taste. Um, but sometimes those combos hit. Right, right. And uh, I think one of them I have with me today, Frictionless. Oh. I think it hit. I, <laughs> I, I want to ta- taste that one. I saw you guys cool. putting that bottle in that one yeah. earlier, and that was yeah. it's good. Yeah. I could tell I had a bottle of the uh, Taste My Thoughts, and it, and it, to me, was different than anything else before that yeah. I've had from LCB. And, Chinook and is I was one all of over it. Oh, God, I love Chinook. I love it, too, in a West Coast beer. Mm-hmm. No one's using it in a New England beer because it has a little bite to it. Yeah. Right. So, Tyler, since I got you on the spot right now, man, I'm kind of hitting you with the hard stuff. <laughs> um, I've got to. I've got to keep throw your this. hard stuff over there. Yeah, <laughs> put it away. Can you line, up, line up. He definitely line. can't reach across the table with that hard stuff. So. <laughs> Whoever wants the hard stuff, line up right Wait, over here. Did we get into part yeah. two already? Yeah. Oh yeah. What's up, Kenny? What were you asking? <laughs> all right. So here's something that. So you guys have done the uh, all haze on me, 
which is kind of a, if you guys ever seen the label, it's got the uh, all eyes on me. Biggie Smalls, right? Mm-hmm. You had the nope. uh, it's Tupac, it's Tupac, <laughs> Tupac. It's, it's totally got Biggie oh, Smalls. Oh my God, Kenny. The, the, the one with the Ten Commandments, Ten, Com- Ten Hayes Commandments, Ten Hayes Commandments. Had That's the, got Tupac. That's Biggie Smalls. That's Biggie Smalls. That's <laughs> Tupac. And then you had uh, People's Champ, right? So, so we kind of got a little bit of a rapper's uh, uh, theme feel to it, theme. And then you guys did the uh, uh, Beard of Zombie. Um, where he doesn't actually say or contribute to the collaboration. He just says, hey, you know, here's what I would like. And you guys go like, cool, I'll, I'll, I'll make a beer on your guys' behalf. And- uh, that's kind of backwards, though, because he does, he does contribute. Uh, the Hazy E, uh, we've already released it on kegs, uh, canning in four weeks. He came to us with an idea of a hot combo. Tyson, the mad scientist, chopped it up and uh, said, yeah, okay. let's do it. But, but again, he didn't say, "Here's my beer, here's your beer, let's do a collaboration." Yeah, he doesn't brew beer. I understand. So, the, but you also had the the, the DJ that showed up <laughs> up there. Going. The DJ. Uh, I know where this R- is going. R- now. Yeah, DJ Dynamite. Here you go. Yeah, I know Dynamite Light. Keep it going. Uh, I got yeah, Ready Red. Then you have the Ready Red. So a lot of collaborations of people who don't actually contribute. So my idea was, <laughs> we do a beer, an IPA today, IPA, and it's going to be the. Um, He's not going to contribute. I'm not going to contribute, but it's going to be Podcaster's Paradise <laughs> with my face and Coolio's hair. I like, I like that, actually. Oh my God. You know what? <laughs> that I is, stand behind that. That sounds sure. terrible. No, it does not because your IPA today, IPA sucked. Yep. Good. More for me. Right? It does not suck. That was a great idea. <laughs> Fuck you, Frank. And you know, you know damn well that was a great idea because but was, you didn't come up with it. You're like, you nah. didn't. No, you, didn't. you just thought about it right now. You're lying. And you probably wrote it down first, no, like today. It, you know, I first actually, I actually hit uh, Tyson up about it, but it was the day you were up there. Yeah. Hey, fuck you. You yeah. were up there. You know this. <laughs> yeah, no, I Asshole. saw your text message. It was sad. And it was, and it was actually, <laughs> no, it was actually the day that you guys were canning and the guy was having a, a fit with his canning machine and your guys' stuff and you dumped So he had a lot better things to do is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah he was last, actually doing his the work. Last thing, yeah. The last working. thing he wanted was Kenny going, I got an idea. I get it, right? But now I got Tyler here. Tyler's chilling with us, hanging out, drinking <laughs> beers. I'm going to throw this at you and maybe you can help me out. Man. Maybe you got better. Yeah, you know what I really want is I want. Listen, man, their <laughs> tanks are full. Beer do you want? I know. Good. <laughs> I mean, we're brewing to capacity, so I mean, yeah, I'm trying to slide you in somewhere, but. You know what I would love? I would love if you, just, if you just did the, the juice is real and stuck my label on it. I don't care. I don't care. It's all good. I mean, it, I, I'm not going to tell you how to make a better beer. The beers are great. He's not even going to tell you what beer to make. He's just going to say, just put my make name a beer. Just put my name on my it. My face No, on because it. I think if it was a, a stout, that would be, eh, that'd be a little racist, right? But if you get an IPA, right? <laughs> what? Why would, that, why would that be racist? Well, I'd like a little bit more explanation no. on this. I'm just saying. Right? No, 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 you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. Throwing it out there. Maybe uh, you can help me out, right? Talk to Tyson. Help me out. I've been trying to get him to order this experimental hop called Medusa. You know what I'm talking about, mm, Frank? Ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, if I can get him to order it, I'll tell him to do that. Medusa. Yes. Oh, yeah. Throw your hands up there. There you go. Well, it's, yes. got a, it's got a tropical taste, evidently. So, And it would be really cool is I'll take some Call vacation Kenny's time. Kenny's Box. Yeah, no, not Kenny's Box. <laughs> I paid it. I paid it. I will go up there. I'll take vacation day. I'll go up there and help out uh, brew it so I'm actually legit. Oh, you're going to stand go. there? You're, you're just... going to stand there and watch him, take some pictures. <laughs> you just talked him out of this it. This guy knows. You just talked him out of it. I know it. who you are, man. Come you know, on. you have to get on a ladder to the top to throw the grains in, right? I mean, you know, that's his like, safety background will come out. That's like, impossible for you. 
No, okay. Katie can do it in high heels. I can do it in brew, oh, yeah. in your little Fisher Price oh, yeah. brewing boots, fucker. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, God, it's, the tables have turned. The tables have turned. Golly. I don't trust you on a ladder. That leg. Oh, I don't know about that well, leg. I, you know what? I don't trust me on a ladder either. The good point, Frank. You're, you bring up a good point. You don't need more parking spots. <laughs> Another good point. All right, so here what we, is this, Vance? What are we drinking here? Oh, this is a supplication, Russian River. We'll not be pouring at the festival. Um, we do have a budget, and this bottle, is, <laughs> this is like a $14 bottle. Hey, but it, so, was worth it. Uh, it was worth it to it's bring really it to good. you guys. Man. It's really good. Definitely appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, this is a... You drink it all? Kenny to the Joey yeah, look at his pour. Get it. Well, you, you were sipping on your beer. You can have some consecration, which is your favorite. It's really good. Uh, yeah, so this is an ale. It's a barrel-aged ale in uh, Pinot Noir barrels with cherries. Know. It's uh, it's beautiful. I don't know where your mouth's been. I don't know where your mouth has been. <laughs> it's been, oh, on, it's been it. on this big black mic. Oh. <laughs> all? Yeah. That's all? <laughs> I think you just named your beer. But uh, at the festival, we are going to have, and this is another sponsor shout-out, but uh, Soli's, um, all the markets you see around town, they do have a very, very good craft beer selection. Mm -hmm. They usually pull those from all over the place. Um, They are going to be donating $500 worth of craft, just kind of crazy bottles, stuff like that. So every year in VIP, we do kind of these time releases. Mm-hmm. Um, Russian River usually comes out as one time release, and then we do kind of the other stuff, barrel-aged or barrel-aged stout, et cetera. Um, so we'll have three different time releases in, in VIP. And if you get in line, you'll get some. But I remember, uh, when we, when we, the first year when we did Pliny, there was like, it felt like 30 minutes before that time release, there was a line brewing and it was really cool. (laughs) It felt really cool. Uh, last year it wasn't like that because people were like, okay, the jig is up. They have enough Pliny to feed all of us. But, uh, it was really cool. And so we're going to continue doing that. Um, Well, the the Pliny ran out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah, it ran out yeah. for sure. Yeah, I mean, we've only got eight cases of Pliny, so it's it's limited. It's limited for sure. The, the time releases are pretty neat because it kind of creates a buzz across the yeah. across the festival. You kind of yeah. see people start to gravitate toward yep. whatever it is. And yeah, and check out like last year, Tembler, who Don Bynum just just walked up from Tembler. Hey guys, um, they did a time release last year, which was really cool. I don't know if it was just in VIP or if you guys did in GA too, but it was like a. It was Mike Lottie's mad experiment with like hops every minute on the minute for two hours or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was. Whoa. What was that? Unfortunately, I wasn't there. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need Lottie for that information. But he did like I do remember him. I think it might have been sixty different hops in sixty beer. minutes. Yeah, I think, I think it was something like he did something like that and he released it and it was really really good. It was like a double IPA, super good. So, so I guess the question is though for you two, what does uh, LCB bring into the the festival and what does Timbler bring? Yeah. Well, we uh, we just finished up our um, meeting people as easy double IPA, which we have not brewed in at least a year. Um, we've kind of uh, tweaked the recipe, and we're really excited about. it. We actually have it here today. Sweet, Great. awesome, so, sweet. Um, you guys can give it a shot. Um, now that's that's a pretty high ABV, right? Yeah, it's around nine percent. Yep, that yeah. makes meeting people very easy. It yeah. does. <laughs> and we and we lightened up the malt bill considerably, and. You know, made the dry hop heavier. Awesome. Nice. Is, is, awesome. is Hazy going to make it? Hazy ran out. Um, we, we will be brewing that again okay. in the next couple of months. I'm getting it into 16-ounce cans. Great. Cool. Oh, awesome. Nice. Very yeah. cool. But, yeah. Um, Streets. And 
Yeah, streets. Okay. We'll be there nice and S-O-B. fresh. Sweet. And then we've got the bourbon barrel aged Rhapsody and Red IPA. Awesome. Which is well, interesting. So, Don, welcome again to, to the podcast. Thank you. I got some generic questions for you here. So, <laughs> generic. Um, generic. <laughs> generic questions I'm asking all the brewers. So, uh, what's new? Um, from Templar and, and what can we expect? And that can be either from the packaging or the cans. What do you got? So, um, kind of just answer that question. Yeah. So <laughs> meeting people is easy. It's going to go into 16 ounce, four packs. That's the double IPA. Um, and we'll be sending that out. Well, I don't know that we'll be sending it out to the market. Um, we might only have that in house to start with. Um, I just finished, uh, my first bottle conditioning project. Which was very, it's very small, but um, very stressful. Yes, very stressful. <laughs> but it's it's what it's kind of like what I enjoyed the most before the brewery opened uh, with home with my home brewing. So I'm actually making this um, special project um, uh, where I'm going to age a Belgian strong in a Chardonnay barrel Sweet. and put it in yes. like 375 and bottle condition. So oh yeah, probably. Six to eight weeks, and we'll, we'll have that ready. Ooh, that sounds good. Um, so the other one was, I guess, beer-style trends, but we kind of already – one of the things we talked about before you showed up, um, what we were talking to uh, uh, Darren about was that, you know, Timbler shows up, and they build a state-of-the-art brewery, and they put in a, a, a centrifuge – to ensure clarity, and then then the demand's like, oh no, we want hazies, we want hazies. So it's like, god damn it, I just put in this fucking tip. So, um, but we got to use it, got to use it. So fuck you guys, right? So, but uh, as far as beer styles and trends, um, so you guys are doing the hazy, um, which I I w- was there a couple weeks ago, and I thought it was a great beer. Um, do you guys see going that direction more, or is that just a one shot? Or what do you what do you think? What's coming? What's what's coming out? Um, yeah, I think I think we want to keep it. Um, you know, more than just seasonal. Um, you sold out, right? It's successful. Yeah, it sold out. I mean, it, um, what's interesting about Timbler is like we can, you know, we look at what sells in house. Um, Streets of Bakersfield outperformed Hazy the whole time, so mm-hmm. I didn't really expect that. I thought Hazy might take over, um, but that didn't happen. So I don't know. I, we'd love to have it all the time. Um, it, it's definitely a potential for a year round, um, but getting it into the four pack, uh, sixteen ounce can, seeing how it does, I think will be the next step. Well, SOBs, that's typically my go to, but uh, Hazy was pretty damn good. It was Thanks. good. It yeah. was good. I was disappointed. Um, I went there last weekend and it was, it yeah. was sold out. I'm excited <laughs> about uh, Cinco de Mayo on that El Cerrito, but that tequila barrel oh, yeah, age. Tequila El barrel age. Oh, yeah. You're oh, always God. excited about Cinco de Mayo. I was always ow. <laughs> 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 But last year I had, you know, and I'm, I like El Cerrito. It's 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 not really my go-to when I go there. I always do the hollow body uh, or streets. Um, but the the time that I had the the El Cerrito last year with the tequila barrels, uh, phenomenal. It was like just the beer that I needed to keep drinking. And you guys only do it every year <laughs> around so, this time. So you know what though, I'm glad you brought that up, Frank. So um, not too long ago, I was hanging out with um, Brian Avery and Kyle Smith, and we were talking about barrel aging beers and i guess one of the ones was uh i learned was was like a um um a rum barrel's really risky right it usually shows up shitty but um how is it with you guys with tequila <laughs> barrels i mean is that a is that a how, so if you buy t- 
10 tequila barrels, are you getting 10 quality barrels that are that are watertight integrity, or do you get some issues going on? Or uh, gosh, I don't even. I think we got four tequila barrels, and they were unmarked. So, I mean, they smelled like tequila. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we don't know where they. We don't know other than Mexico where they came from. So. But they were all good. I mean, everything. Yeah, they fine. were. They were not leaking. Um, we haven't really had much issue. I mean, with leaking of any of the barrels, the barrels. that we've received because we're getting them from a reputable, you know, group that collects them and resells them. It's so. the only way to go, too. Tyler, yeah. have you ever had issues with with uh, buying barrels and, and them showing up kind of leaky? I mean, no, because so, we buy from a reputable person well, okay. as well. <laughs> but let me ask. You, but but here's the thing. Like, let's say I'm a distillery and I and I make a good product of uh, bourbon or whatever and I'm done and I s- sell you guys my used barrels I don't know what how bumpy the road is when they get to you and I don't know how the temperature is so I can't be held responsible if my barrels dry out or bounce around and get cracks I mean so is it a crab shoot? take that risk I guess but most of the barrels we've gotten I don't think we've it, even had a single issue it takes okay. it takes a really I think it takes a really long time to for a barrel to dry out um, to the point where like, you know a lot more than it. just transit and I think the the barrel aging is getting so popular with all the breweries out there that there's just kind of a regular flow, you know, straight from the emptying, you know, and shipping to out to everywhere. So okay. a lot of your tequila barrels are just old whiskey barrels. They got converted. So the tequila maker actually buys them from the bourbon or the whiskey guy, then pumps his tequila in there. And then you're getting a secondary barrel. Uh, that sounds very Mexican. Yeah, whiskey tequila. <laughs> you got to reuse it. it. It's actually pretty clean, though. I mean, uh, the way they do it, I, I don't know if you've ever. That's like, I don't know if you've ever been to so a tequila. That's like factory, that's like when my mom eat, cool. like reuses the Ziploc bags and she just washes them so and then uses them again. You just don't just turn most, them out. No, yeah, turn them inside to dry. So Frank said, "Is most of your tequila barrels were stolen from uh, bourbon <laughs> whiskey whiskey distilleries?" So, no, no, that's stolen. Bar- borrowed. Borrowed. <laughs> so, all right. So, so, Don, here's my other question. I guess I want to ask Tyler too. So, and, and I kind of, I've, I've been around Tyler enough to kind of know this answer. Outside of your, uh, outside of LCB, outside of Timbler, what are you guys drinking? What beer? What beer are you drinking? <laughs> Whoa! A, a Threw up for a loop. Yeah, what beer am I not drinking? <laughs> I was about to say. It's, it's easier for me to tell you what I don't drink. <laughs> So you you travel a lot. So mm-hmm. where do you get where do you get excited when you know what I mean when you're gonna go north or south? Where do you kind of get excited? Like, I get to go here. If I go to week. San Diego. It's Pure Project. If I go north, there's a lot up north I like Russian River, which we're cracking right now. A lot of Russian uh, River. Moxa. Uh, I don't know if you guys have had the pleasure of drinking any of uh, Derek's beer yet. Uh, Derek's the old brewer from Abnormal. I believe you're gonna see them taking over the scene uh, for the next couple of years. They are uh, definitely making some good beers. Uh, New Glory, by the way, up in Fresno. Oh. Oh, I mean, yeah. in Sacramento. Killing it right now. Every time I go up there, I'm blown away. Awesome. So there's just a few that I do enjoy. I would say um, I've spent a lot of time in Ventura recently. Um, and I, li- I really like Topa Topa. Oh, yeah. I've been there a bunch of times. They make all kinds of great stuff. And then I was up in, uh, I spent some time in Lake Tahoe also, um, Alibi, and. Um, Incline Village is really awesome. <laughs> He's doing a Joey Pour. I know. God, man. He's doing Joey Pouring all day. But otherwise, I like to drink Stone and Sierra. Nice. It's good beer. Um, Bear Bottle as well. I don't know if you guys have tried any of them. They're also putting Bear. New England IPAs in bottles. Uh, I don't know if anyone's had that, but it's really good stuff. 
Bear, bears bear Bottle. They're out of San Francisco. Very cool. Been open about 18 months. They're doing New England IPAs in this size of bottle right here, like the Blind Pig. Nice, nice. So, Vance, what is the uh, – so can you tell us about the beer we're just drinking right now? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so we just <laughs> we just finished a bottle of Consecration, again, outside of the budget for the beer festival, but in the budget for uh, this podcast. Um, this is a – I think this one – is this, this is in a cab barrel. Yeah, these are current. It's a current sour in a cab barrel. Uh, four to eight month sour aged. Um, another, another Russian River Consecration, which is kind of a favorite, I think, amongst the sour drinkers of Russian River. My personal supplication, which we just finished before this. This is one of my favorite beers that, ever made. Yeah, Consecration. Consecration was killer. Yeah, it's it probably one of the better sours <laughs> that's come out of California. I'm looking at so you're looking at the front of the labels. I'm looking at the back. Yeah. They're sitting across from each other, but yep. it has a an emblem on the back that says "Do not put this in a in a pint glass." Yep. And we're drinking out of pint and glass. we're drinking out of plastic cups. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, that's too, <laughs> classy <laughs> as fuck. Touche. Um, got you. <laughs> in general, they're they're in like tulip glasses, I believe. So you come here to learn about craft beer. <laughs> right? This is Bakersfield. We yeah. drink things out of glasses. And uh, <laughs> like and, it's not a, a coffee mug. Yeah. <laughs> and then just just so everybody's aware, and this is again another shout out to the festival. I've got to take off in like one minute here to get ready for this event but uh we're also cracking blind pig and ron mexico at this year's festival so ron oh, mexico is nice. really good so ron mexico is kind of an interesting one i think that it's kind of it, correct me if i'm wrong you guys are definitely more uh into this than, than i am but ron mexico is kind of off the beaten path for russian river uh definitely a little bit different i believe they use like a lot of pineapple on this guy hmm. um but yeah when i had it fresh off the tap in russian river i thought it was really good I also had about five or six beers before it, so uh, you never know. But, uh, yeah, we, we stocked up on this one, too, for the festival. So Blind Pig, Blind of the Elder, Ron Mexico. My, at my, my first so Blind is, Pig. No, this no, is this the hop I was like talking about trying to order for you, Neo Mexicanus. Yep. Okay. It's under the Medusa name right now or HB438. DC something, Dash blah, blah, something, blah. Something. I know it is Medusa, but it's Neo Mexicanus and it throws off those tropical flavors. Yeah. There's no pineapple in here. It sounds There's like the. That was maybe one of the flavor profiles, though. Sounds it's like from the, that um, gotcha. Sounds like the LCB uh, IPA Today IPA is going to be killer. <laughs> With the, I did, Tyson, I know you're going to listen to this. I did not approve this message. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so I'm going to sign off in a second. Okay. One more question. You want me to do another plug? What do you want me to do here? Whatever you want. You got yeah, the, you closed yeah. it out. Yeah. All right, yeah. Country and Craft, April 7th. Buy your tickets at Lengthwise Locations or Eventbrite. All of your favorite local brewers and then 46 others will be there. Uh, ticket cost, VIP cost. Yeah, ticket cost, general admission, $60, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, VIP, $120. You get a fully catered meal. You get an hour early. You get Russian River. You get other barrel-aged. You get other time releases. You get all the special stuff that comes along with it. You get the VIP bathrooms, which you talked yes, about. Yeah, the nice Actually, a pretty after five hours inside, locked Priorities. inside of a gate with other animals. This is actually pretty important. Yep. Um, you get the VIP stage. Music. Boom, boom, boom. You, you guys get the uh, bells and whistles. Yeah, for you sure. Drink, you drink beer with your pinky in the air, don't you? Me? In, Only in, when I think he goes nowhere else, oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> And, and that porta potty, you damn right it does. Well done, well That's done. It. My pinky goes nowhere else. Kenny, hey, Kenny I, so hey please, yeah, please support it. Uh, this guy. festival is, is very meaningful to Bakersfield's community. Local underserved children uh, benefit 100 percent from this from this festival. I get paid not a dime. I'm the chairman of this festival. I'm a slave to it for four months. Please just uh, please come out and support. Love you guys. Love this community. And thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks for putting it on. And thanks for, hey, uh, for Kenny, you had asked me what we were going to take for the time release. Yes. 
Uh, not sure yet, but we've been saving some barrel-aged beers that we have not released. Uh, mm. So it might be one of those times that uh, we throw a case over there to those guys to, uh, you know, see what everyone thinks. Awesome. That'd be cool. It's going to be awesome, yeah. I've been itching to get them out in the market, but, you know. It's going to be a good opportunity to get them some exposure and see what happens. I brought one today. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I brought one. Yeah, one, just yeah, one only. One, one, he brought it for himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I know you've heard this story about the when you, when you brought the what was it? What was it that you? Oh, here we go. In? Here we go. What? I don't know. If Tyler oh heard the no, story. it was the uh, no. He heard the story because he told it to him like three times. Uh, <laughs> At the country craft like, beer yep. festival. No, the bacon and craft beer festival. Craft, yeah. Brought that oh, beer shit. and I was said I was going to share, but I've been drinking all day and I lied. <laughs> I didn't really actually was going to share it with you. And then I had a rough week at work, and then I opened it up and posted it on Instagram. And this guy had to to get in on the message coming back. You were going to share that with me. And I go, I'm going up this week to to go grab some more. So you're saying you can't trust drunk Frank? Don't trust. Yeah, Poncho. Poncho, you can't trust. Don't trust him. (laughs) Frank, yeah, he's legit. He's a good guy, I think. (laughs) But Poncho, no, don't. But you still got the beer, didn't you? I did, yes. But you're going to cry about it. I did. Well, no, the beer I got, I had to pay for. Her, so. <laughs> Day late and a dollar short. Yeah. Hey, Lottie, how's it going? Uh, real good. Here comes okay. trouble. Oh, yeah, here's yeah. trouble. Yeah, I know. I've already been working today, so. So, know. yeah, we were already hitting Don up with some of my, my generic brewer questions, so I guess. Okay. Yeah, so. I got what was the question? brewer answers. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question That's about the cop per hour per, per minute or whatever that, that Don didn't know? We were What's gonna, that? There was a question about a beer. One that, of the beers that uh, from last year's one hit wonder I did. Mm-hmm. I uh, I added um, God, what was it? And half an ounce every minute for a ninety minute boil <laughs> on a beer, and it added like about an hour and a half longer <laughs> on my brew day because I had to. When I normally would be cleaning stuff in right. advance, you had to I was attention. adding hops. Yep, yep. And, yeah, that thing was kind of crazy. <laughs> One of those once-in-a-lifetime experiences, never again. <laughs> you know? so, so, Lottie, I've been dying to ask you this question. Yes. So you, I saw you the other day, um, and I had your hazy, and I actually thought that was a great beer. Thank you. But I know that's not your comfort zone. Um, yeah. Then we were actually talking about that. We were talking about fads that go in and out, um, and we said... Oh, you know what? Um, what we like right now is is clear beers. So um, I'm going to go ahead and invest in the stadium. You are the worst at beer shares. Literally the worst. Look, it's like literally under the four ounce mark, Tyler. It's only a 12 ounce bottle. I know. There's eight people sitting here. Exactly. Do the math. No, look at yours, fucker. I can tell you failed. Right. You failed in math, right? No, I don't want it. You failed in math, though, right? I'm sorry. God dang, man. I'm used to podcasting with four people, man. This this 18 people at a table is killing me. It used to be eight. Now it's up to 18. After one sip. One sip, that's it. Oh, no. He's he's had more than one sip already. So the question is, so it's like, okay, we build this state-of-the-art brewery, and we we install a a centrifuge to ensure clarity. But now all of a sudden, everybody's like, hey, where's the hazy shit, right? So it's like, so I think the hazy is a little outside your comfort zone. So how was that, making a hazy, and, and what did you think about the beer? It was fun. Um, I think part of it for us that um, delayed the decision to make one, we ran a couple through the pilot, 
system, and we had fun with that. But we kept waiting and waiting to see what we collectively, Don, myself, and uh, Derek and Tommy, did a lot of talking about what we wanted for hops Mm -hmm. on it. And uh, that became a big factor, was making sure we got it right the first time we did it and not just rushing into something. And uh, we think it turned out pretty decent. Uh, I had a lot of positive feedback on that. But regarding the centrifuge, um, yeah, it is frustrating, um, although I would never wish that hazies weren't popular. I think it's fantastic, you know. Yeah, and yeah. it, it, it didn't beer. bother me. I mean, I ran, I believe, 25% of that beer through the centrifuge. So right at the beginning to get rid of the real big chunky yeast and then right at the end to get rid of a lot of the chunky dry hop. So it was, and then in midway through, I bypassed the centrifuge and went right into the bright beer tank. So does that help if, let's say, you guys plan on uh, canning those and putting it out to the general public to buy in cans? Does that help with shelters that if, if you can get rid of some of that stuff? Um, we're still going to try to push it, though, and get it off the shelf in less than two months. So Yeah, I mean, we, we can control. That's the cool thing about the centrifuge. We, we can get more beer out of each batch. And we can control the amount of haze that is left. In the it's beer. a yield thing, right? But there's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with the centrifuge, Kenny. You keep acting like they need to throw it away or something. It's got a place <laughs> in the brewery, bro. Every beer they make can be ran through that thing, man. There went you your, your beer. There went I mean, your beer. Come no, on, no, Kenny. Do you see the no, smile what, on Frank's face? But, I mean, <laughs> there is a place for it in the brewery. No, no, I mean, go like, on, Tyler. Go on. There's, 80, on there's on. 80 styles. I'm sure this guy has a book of beer that he hasn't even beer brewed yet. <laughs> what, yeah. you been, you've been there, what, three years now? Uh, two and a half? Two and a half, yeah. yeah. Uh, dude, I know he hasn't been quarterway through his book. <laughs> oh, you know? yeah. No, I, Come uh, on. I got some I keep telling them. They're like, Bakersfield isn't ready for this yet. <laughs> hey, no one's ever ready for it. Uh, Frank's, so it's Frank's, coming. Frank's happy as fuck, man. Anytime somebody can make Kim look like a dumbass, Frank loves it. Hey, kind of. I'm, I'm just. I'm picking up on the. Am I in the sun right here? You're, yeah, you're in the fine. light. Um, in the in the in the middle of the joke, you said Bakersfield's not ready for it yet. How much truth is there to that? I mean, uh, I feel like there's a I lot of truth to it. I plead the fifth. <laughs> um, so I, I mean, guess not, I'm not, answering, huh? Well, not that we don't have a good craft uh, no, beer community no, here, right? Um, but it, it, all right, I'll give you a very simple answer after he tells you. <laughs> yeah, um, mine is. Um, it's. A big goal, and I think Don has it in our mission statement, is help educating about styles of beers. And that's something that's been a goal of ours. Mm-hmm. You know, we won a, a gold medal at the State Fair with an alt. Congratulations. And I, Yeah, that was two years ago, which was awesome, right? Mm-hmm. And won the gold with that, and people are like, what the hell's an alt? <laughs> so that's kind of been one of our key focuses is educating on styles, styles. and um, letting people know it, there's more to beer than just hops. Right. And right. yes, it, the hop craze is not ever going to go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hazy is the new way of accentuating hops. You know, it, it, people are going to be pushing the extremeness of hops all the time. I just saw an article that they've developed a GMO yeast with oh, yeah. hops Same in hop. it yeah. already. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. So They're I saying it's going to get away. I don't even want to know what's going on with that. Yeah. But <laughs> hops are always going to be a driving factor for a lot of beer fans. Right. So, okay, embrace that and go with it. But we're also learning. I had a guy who 
only came in drinking hops, your hoppy beers for a while. He's like, man, I'm really starting to appreciate lagers. And that's something that you have to, you know, you offer them so people can try. Yeah. And not everybody is a hop beer. So interesting. So great. So let me give you my answer before yeah. I have to go to this TV oh, interview. Go do your quick game. Uh, my answer is Bakersfield's not ready, but it's coming. It's, it's coming. It, it, yeah. And you start seeing exactly. the increase. The, mm-hmm. These guys are making their style of beer. Lengthwise makes their style. Right. Dionysus, great chains coming in. Uh, KRBC, phenomenal beers. If you haven't yeah. had Think Tank you number 15, making great beers go too. get it. Uh, mm-hmm. But I distributed over 400 cases last month. Only like 30 of those cases went to the Bakersfield market. So, wow. I mean, there's your answer right there. Damn it's it. coming, though. Damn it. Yeah. I think those are mostly the ones I bought too. <laughs> Probably all Frank. Yeah, it's definitely coming. LCV is my six hundred dollar place now. All right, come back with four packs. Let me go do the TV interview. <laughs> Thank okay, you for right, sitting in. Thanks, Tyler. So, uh, so you left your notes for me to ask questions, and yeah, I got I got to none of them. I got. We Wait, got let's get an added one. He only had like is three it, questions on there. There's a money exchange going on. <laughs> what kind of question are we going to um, get now? That's his wife telling him not to spend any more money. So, Mike, what, what do you... What, no, I didn't give anything. Oh, I didn't give anything. So, okay. what, what are you drinking when you're not drinking Timbler beer? Uh, well, right now I'm drinking a great Czech Pilsner <laughs> from uh, Lengthwise. Right. Uh, right fantastic right. Czech Pilsner. Um, I, it's weird. Like, I'll see some Midwest beers every now and then mm-hmm. now that they're coming out here. Uh, I always enjoy Founders. Uh, I think one of my first go-to beers, if I'm out on the town, that I uh, um, will try. Uh, if I see Pivo Pills, I always oh, grab a Pivo Pills. Pills. We talked about that the last um, time we podcast together. There's a lot of um, just good craft beer that's out there. So many options, right? Yeah. What is that beer you love when you go back home all the time? Oh, Grain Bell Premium. Yes. Is that the one yeah. you shared at the home brewers meeting? Yeah. Okay. I can't Lottie, get enough of that. Lottie, that. That's the shittiest beer of all fucking time. <laughs> but you yeah. grew up on that beer, right? Yeah. yeah. Tell that to uh, August Shell that sells a shit ton of that <laughs> <Yeah>. beer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure they don't have a problem just, with that no, shitty it tastes. No, he he doesn't listen to this podcast. No. Yeah, thank God. No. Yeah. Lottie, Lottie, well, he's dead. Yeah, I mean, for 200 years, oh, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100 years, but anyhow. He wouldn't have listened to it. Even if he was still alive. I'm still going to include him in my listeners. When yeah, I listen. Have, <laughs> no, Lottie, Lottie brought that to, so Lottie does a uh, great thing, the uh, uh, Bakersfield Home Brewers, which Frank is a home yes. brewer, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things Timbler does is they host a lot of the meetings there. Yep. Thank you. And Lottie, yep. does, Lottie does great things with the, uh, just, just helping these home brewers. And one of the great things is, is, is the flavors, right? Yeah, we Here's just what, did a sensory analysis mm-hmm. yep. where we brought in off flavors and did that. And then uh, coming up on May 12th, which is five days after National Homebrew Day, we're rolling up our uh, doors on the event side and inviting homebrewers to come in and make beer. Yep. Oh, cool. We're encouraging them to do collaborations because I think it'll be more fun. And we're going to be selling um, our grain and our hops that we have on hand at our cost to homebrewers. So a, to help yep. encourage it, great thing. offering awesome. up our, uh, about our water on demand. So it'll be 170-degree water going right to their kettle. So they won't be waiting around to get a kettle to get 
you that's, know, ready to go. That's great stuff. And so we were at the one of those meetings, and Lottie was helping everybody explain. You know, well, this is what diacetyl sounds like. It smells, uh, tastes like this. Is what uh, oxidation tastes like. Blah blah blah. And, and you brought that beer from home because you'd recently yeah. come back, and I was like, God damn it, Lottie, this fucking beer sucks. Man. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, so, but it's like, I grew up, I grew up on Bush Light. So, I, you know, I understand that there's what you grew up on. Right. But then there's also the Timbler beer, right? I mean, if I go to Timbler, I'm not going to order that shit you, you brought it from home. I, a, I, I can clone it if I want to do it. I'll call it something else and I bet you you'll like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, It'll sneak right through. One of, one, of the, one of the things I've been asking, the, yeah. one of the things I've been asking the other brewers is I'm talking about expansions and I know that. Um, so, so LCB is talking about expanding and lengthwise has expanded. You guys are already kind of big to start off with. So is there any kind of expansion, whether it's in the packaging, the beer, the, the space? What, what do you guys? We're, we're looking. Um, when we go to the CBC here in, what is it, a month and a half, we're going to be putting feelers out on prices for expansion. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're really just in a place where we'd have to buy more tanks. Um, and it's it's just kind of the big question is what size you know to go with um yeah you know, we might and shift our bright them. tanks around get them closer to the canning line that kind of thing yeah so and I, you know and have, being related to to Derek I, I understand that um it, it's quite an investment to start a brewery and it's uh your return on investments years down the road and, and I understand it's a it's a huge project, and it's not something that uh, you start on in 2015 and you're rich in 2016. I mean, it's a, it's a big it's a big commitment. Um, but yeah. I, I appreciate it, you guys. And I appreciate everything you guys do, and I do, you guys do a lot of stuff in the community. I've been to a couple comedy shows there, uh, the yoga nights. The the two you guys do a lot of cool stuff other than just uh, a, a badass restaurant and brewery. Um, again. Uh, I guess so. What do you What do you guys think about here, where you get to go against your competitors and just do meet your brewer night, hang out, and it's I mean, this is Bakersfield, well, right? This is Bakersfield. First where off, our competitor is Budweiser, Miller, and Coors. <laughs> Amen. Likewise, Amen. is not any right. of these breweries here at Meet the Brewers are not our competitors. And that's exactly they're what our brothers, uh, and we work together to help make sure. Everybody has a great craft beer experience, and part of that is making sure you're drinking beer together. So what is your thoughts, then, when I go to the store and Timbler's beer is on the same shelf as A.B. or Miller Coors? What is your thoughts on that? Do you buy A.B. or Miller Coors, or do you buy Timbler? (laughs) Duh. That's my thoughts. Right. You speak with your dollar, right? We're on the same shelf. We're doing something right. Yeah. That's 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 exactly what Darren said, yeah. All right, Lottie. So um, I know we just talked about the one beer, but but let me ask you this: locally in Bakersfield, if you're not at Timbler, what beer are you drinking? Um, it, it's funny. So if I go out on the town, go have a beer, I I put my money where my mouth is. The first beer I buy at any restaurant is always a Timbler product, and then I'll jump to like Pivo, or depending on what my style of the day is, I. Been huge on uh, porters lately because our robust porters on, so my brain's been geared towards that. Uh, it's like a good pub ale. Um, so, and then oddly enough, there some days there's only so much beer you can drink. So I have an 
a problem with old fashions that <laughs> seem to slide into my uh, slide not, into my wheelhouse a, a little faster. That's not than, a beer. Than they should, right? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, you're not talking about beer now, right? I, drink, I don't understand how that works. You know, when I'm out, yeah, you know, when and it's there, I'm drinking. It, it, it definitely the first thing I look at is okay, one of our beers. Second is what's then I'll go Kern County. Mm-hmm. Then I'll start expanding from there. Unless, you know, I jump back to something I've had from back home. Like, Founders is pretty pretty easy mm-hmm. to yeah. find out here. That's a good so idea. I find finder, Founders a lot. Yeah. So I guess, you know what I want to ask you, Lottie, is, is so you're not from Kern County. You're not from Bakersfield. Right. Um, and so when it comes to uh, uh, beer styles, so one of the things I find humorous is I like the New England style IPAs, but my, you know, Joey, who yeah, we saw yeah. the other day, Joey just did a trip to New England, and they don't drink hazy beers over there either. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> that that trend is already shifting over there, right? So the trend. So what do you what do you think of trends and and stylistic beers? I mean, what do you think? Well, one thing uh, I. At a conference last year up in Sacramento last summer, I heard somebody say um, breweries that follow trends or that chase, chase you know, the next fad mm-hmm. are breweries mm-hmm. soon out of business. You still need to have a good, solid base beer, right. uh, yeah. which yeah. we've been lucky. I wrote the recipe for Under a Blood Orange Sky in Valparaiso, Indiana, at my last brewery towards uh, my last couple weeks there. And I wrote that, and that beer hasn't changed since I wrote it. You know, we haven't tweaked it at all. We've done a lot of tweaking on, especially Streets of Bakersfield, adapting to the West Coast style of IPA. But there's been some things that, you know, just somehow fell right into the wheelhouse right off the bat. And yeah, trendy beers, they come and go, but there's some that are always going to be solid and stay there forever. And I think that's what you should base your business on. You shouldn't chase white unicorns. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that everyone's too. always talking about the whales. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sometimes it's like you just want a really good, well-made, solid beer. Every time, consistently. consistently. get it, right? Mm-hmm. You want to show up every yep. time and it's that. I know. Be- if I go to Timbler and I get the hollow body, it's going to... The same exactly what time. I wanted. Yep, yep. Yeah, that beer has turned out really fun. It's been uh, one of my favorites. I, I yeah. got to tell you, Hollow Body's probably SOB and Hollow Body is my one of my two favorite beers. Well, we got a good one for you to try tonight. Uh, we're debuting or re-debuting, I should say, version number two of Meeting People Is Easy, uh, our double IPA. Uh, we lightened it up a little bit, made it a little more Western again, and. Um, West Coast, I should say, and we have Amarillo and Mosaic for the God hops. God damn it, Lottie, I was going to ask you what I was going to ask you what hops are you adding in there? Yep, nine point one five. You like Amarillo? I, I love Amarillo. It's yeah. so, and and you, Mosaic. Mosaic is no, like yeah. really yeah, good. It one turned too. out really nice. That's why I was in the brewery today. I was in there kegging it off, make sure we could have it for tonight. So, and we'll be pouring that in the VIP section at the Country and Craft. So that was Festival. my next question. Cool. What do you bring into Country Craft Beer Festival? Uh, that we're going to bring a couple barrel aged beers. Um, I think Rhapsody and Red, our Hoppy Red Ale, will be available by then. Um, Diamond Dogs, probably our barley wine, we'll have with. I don't know. We're going to throw it all kind of in. 
out there and see. But, of course, we'll have our core four beers, Streets of Bakersfield, El Cerrito, Hollow Body, and Under a Blood Orange Sky. And then we'll just rotate some other stuff through on handles based on demand. That Diamond Dogs is amazing. That's a lot of beers, though. Right? I know, that's, that's a lot a, of beers. That's a lot of yeah, beers. Right now, what do we have on tap, Don? We got 10 on tap, 11 on tap. Yeah, 11, I think. Yeah, our Doppelbach facilitator, you know, and uh, some other stuff. So, so what's your? Uh, you, you, you've talked a couple times. It's getting loud in here because they're setting up for the, <laughs> yeah, for yeah, the that's venue fine. for the party. But um, about tweaking beers, you know, you've done Streets of Bakers for a few different iterations uh, of that, um, and you just mentioned. Um, it, uh, I always meeting people try not to go extreme mm-hmm. on my just tweaking. Yeah, like when we've talked about some of the things we've done. Some of the things we've done, I've said, you know, okay, we want to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Let's go 25% at a time and to get to that way point. Towards it. Because if you go from one extreme to another, it's a different beer. You're gonna, well, and you're going to lose that person who, say, really, really likes 661 the way it's been. Mm-hmm. If I go immediately to the extreme, I'm going to lose that person. And if I do it gradually and bring them along with, and subtle enough that they're not expecting it, then it, it'll be there and they'll be ready for it right off the bat. Right, right. That's awesome. So. That's awesome. What are you drinking tonight? Oh. Everything? Yeah, who's, uh, <laughs> Everything? I, who's I, was, I was answering for myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah who's porn, right? <laughs> I, I'm going to definitely have enough beer. Uh, yeah. And then the after night. this, I got a party to go to a birthday party. There you go. That's so how you... I have a feeling it's going to so be. So we're all going to that? We're all going to a birthday party? <laughs> So oh. when you see me at one o'clock tonight, I should be in rare form. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I think this shindig's getting ready to start. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> All right, so uh, hey Jada, thanks for joining us. Hello, what's up? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing. We're doing well. We are like like four or five beers in. So it's just like good, a yes. normal. So you're feeling great. Normal amount of beers in. Yep. So just somebody showed up with a, a voice for radio or, or TV. We just all got showed up. <laughs> yeah. We just, yeah. <laughs> Does it sound good? I don't have headphones on. I don't know what I sound like. You're good. Oh, you sound and, well. Yeah. You sound amazing. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. You sound way better. Right. Than Almost me. here as good comes. As us. Here goes Almost, Guinea. Not a professional. <laughs> <laughs> no. So are you are you a crap beer fan? Yes, I'm a craft beer fan here today covering the event in preview of the big event. So really excited about that. I think I've had beer from almost all of the local breweries. I think the only one was uh, LCB and Dionysus I haven't been to yet. What's so we're what's your favorite? Tonight? I'll try that there today. I like all of them. Yeah, don't no, no. put me on the spot. He's been yeah, doing that be all neutral. day. All every, day. Every mom has a favorite kid. What's your favorite beer? <laughs> oh, that's I, actually I, true. I like all of the wheat beers from all of the breweries I've been to, honestly. I'm okay. a wheat beer girl. Take the style. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I said, too, about my kids. I'm like, I like no, the wheat kid. Only he had the wheat. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's and right. you only tell them separately. Yeah. Don't tell yeah. them. Right. Yeah. Never answer that question in public. They're all favorites, in quotations. <laughs> All right. So, uh, are you going to be? Uh, well, who, who are you? No, who are yeah. you? Yeah, introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah, let's. I am Jada Montemorano. I'm an anchor for 23ABC News here in Bakersfield, and I also host a food show called mm-hmm. At the Table. I've actually done an episode with Lengthwise and Tembler, so you guys have been featured on the show. Haven't been up to Kern River Brewery yet, but got to get up there. Um, so yeah, I'm the foodie of town, so that's why I'm here previewing the main event, which I will also be at. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, I appreciate you being a big fan of IPA today. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm not Kevin Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You're on two podcasts right yeah. now. So two and one right now? Yeah. 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 So we that's how we roll. That's how lazy they are. 
Sean and I are actually really big buddies, and but we do two separate podcasts. Okay. And um, whenever I get invited to something like this, Sean somehow I, seems to co- jump in. Coattails, co- co- <laughs> coattails. Yeah, he's right. He rides my coattails. So, but uh, yeah, so we're uh, we we um, typically. It's about crap beers and, and dick jokes. I mean, it's pretty inappropriate. <laughs> oh, stuff, my God. So. <laughs> I did my own podcast once. I got to two episodes and then Gave quit. Up. So we don't have, you're we proud don't, of you guys. You ran out of dick jokes? So that's, <laughs> I understand. We don't have the FCC on us. <laughs> don't yes. get me started. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So Welcome uh, to the show. Welcome to the show. So any, any breweries here you're not familiar with? Like I said, LCB and Dionysus I have not tried yet. So those will be my first two stops today. Once I'm done filming, got to do my on-camera work first before before I drink the beer. We suggest so, you do it the other way around. Yeah, <laughs> so, not allowed. Our shows turn out so pretty good. Foodie, we have we have two breweries here. Trust that, us. That, uh, two two breweries here that specialize in food as Lengthwise and Timbler. So, yes. have you done um, any any kind of critiquing on the food for those? So yeah, I did episodes on both no, with Timbler. We actually partnered with them during their Thanksgiving meal because they actually donated money to charity from the meal that we did on the show. I love their food. Go there all the time. Kern River um, Brewery have not done an episode with them yet, but I have been there multiple times. You mean Lakewise? Because food- yes. Lakewise does food here, yeah. Yes. But So I've done Kern River Brewery where I ate their food, have not done their episode. Lengthwise, I have done an episode with Lengthwise. Mm-hmm. We did their stinky mac and cheese, oh, yeah. their stinky oh, french yeah. fries. Love that. So good. Um, so I filmed with them, but yeah, I like the food at all three. So yeah, I saw that episode on uh, Facebook, uh, the the twenty three news Facebook page where they had your episode going through it. So. Yep, yep, that's oh, where they go. So again, why don't you tell the listeners how they can reach, uh, see your episodes? Where do they go? So yeah, if you go on Facebook at the Table Show on Facebook, we have a whole page. My Facebook page is Jada Montemorano twenty three ABC. I share it on there, and then obviously we're part of twenty three ABC News. So. We kind of get shown everywhere. We're on the TV as well. so But mostly it's online. Everyone shares it with their friends. It's super fun. Awesome. So what about other uh, places like, say, Dionysus does not have food there, but they have a pretty badass food truck outside uh, that specializes in, like, oven-baked pizzas and stuff. Will you critique anything like that? Yes. Yeah, so the one problem that's hard for me is I cannot drink on camera in my episodes because of TV. So if it's usually only alcohol, I cannot do it. But if they have a food truck outside, I could eat the food, focus on the food truck, and then show off the beer. So that is something I could do. And then drink the beer after. Yeah. Wait, so you when can, the cameras aren't rolling. Yeah. No, you can only Silly not. FCC. You cannot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you cannot. You cannot actually physically drink the beer on camera, but you can drink prior to being filmed and. You can hold the beer, okay, right? Cool. Yeah, so it could be in the shot with me, but technically I'm in. I'm working. It's my work hours. I'm getting paid, so I can't be drinking while I'm working. But I can talk about it. You should the come work at a brewery. I know. <laughs> I would rather do that. But the people on camera can drink and do yeah, whatever they yeah. want. Um, you can hold the beer. I just can't be drinking it since my work hours. Got to be a professional. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. So what, what new restaurant should we be looking for? We know you're on the cutting edge. Any new restaurants um, you want? There's a lot of new restaurants opening, actually. So... A lot of new, like, vegan places. There's a new vegan place downtown that's opening. Um, on Truxton Avenue, if you guys remember the Ivy or the Bell Tower, it's that big church. It's now opening as the tower, and they're doing music and salsa dancing and breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and it, the inside's awesome. beautiful. So it that's something, awesome. yeah. yeah. It's actually an ex-church. I mean, yeah. that was amazing. And that's something they're it's opening building. soon, too. So a lot of new places opening. It's exciting. Awesome. What's your favorite? I don't 
everyone asks no. me that, and I honestly don't on have spot. one. I'm on the, the worst. Spot. I don't have a favorite anything. I just don't want to. I just want you to go away. What's I'm your like, favorite podcast? Yeah, no. what's, your, what's, your, what's your favorite podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Um, not this one. Oh no. uh, yes, <laughs> yes. She's talking to you. She's talking to you. Well, there's two. So which one should I not like? Uh, I paid today. <laughs> Even though I've never, I've never been on. I'm not Kevin, so I don't know how that is. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me ask you. So, what is what is the food type you like? So, if you're outside of Bakersfield, what kind of a restaurant are you going to? So, I'm from New York, so my go-to is Italian food, but. West Coast Italian food is not the same as little Staten Island. So when I'm out here, usually I'm eating sushi if I'm in, like, Los Angeles. Great sushi scene. Or barbecue out here has been really good. And obviously the Mexican food. Like, you can't go right. wrong with Mexican food So here. here's the big question. Can't, can't what, go wrong at what, all. What local Italian <laughs> restaurant most reminds you of home? I have only eaten at Luigi's here. I have not eaten at any other Italian restaurant here. Really? I won't do it. I'm, uh, I'm like, I'm going to save my calories for the Mexican food. The Mexican food's top notch. So. No, that's for I sure. Same, that's I did the same sure. thing. <laughs> save I'm my calories. I'm a New York pizza food. and Italian food snob. I totally admit it. Okay. It's the running joke. Yeah, well, you're not going to go wrong with Mexican food and burgers, but oh, that's for sure. Not at it's, all. Any, everywhere I've gone. It's legit. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you taking time out and hanging out with us. Of course. Thanks yeah. for having me on. This is fun. Yeah, you're Have the, a fun night tonight. Definitely the best looking person that's been on the podcast today. <laughs> for sure. I'm right here, Kenny. Yeah. God. Hey, he has shower. to say it. I'm the only girl. Know, he right? has to say it. I trimmed up this beard for you and everything. I mean, hey, I, actually, shower. Frank's good looking, though, right? <laughs> so good looking. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he refers to me as stupid face. So. Stupid oh, face? Yeah. Okay. Got yeah. It. Yeah. Just because sometimes you do have that stupid I face. I do have a stupid face. I'll admit it. You'll see, you'll see it later. If you stick around, yeah, yeah, you'll, yeah. Right. you'll see it. I Come mean, on. you're already five in, so by the end of the night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we haven't started drinking Yeah, yet. we haven't started drinking yet. Yeah. What is that? The more, the more you uh, drink, the better looking I get. True. <laughs> the beauty's in the eye of the beer holder. The beer holder. Yeah, beer oh. holder. Right. She's, she's a beer drinker. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I'll see you guys around. Are you going to be at the festival? Yes, I'll be there too. We have a 23 ABC booth. Come find us. I'll be handing out stickers. We'll be pouring beer. It'll be fun. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Thanks for having me. See you guys around. All right. Stickers too. (laughs) Put those stickers away. (laughs) You're going to start hiding them in here. (laughs) How awkward was that, dude? I was like, look, am I the only guy with a boner right now? You need to stop. (laughs) Yes, you're the only guy. Yeah, I was going to say, you need to stop staring so hard. Yeah, yeah. You got a little something (laughs) on your chin there. I'm the only one talking. You guys were scared. You're like fucking uh, junior high. Oh, no, I was watching you. Yeah, like yeah, we, I we couldn't let, get a word in. How many times? Let yeah. the fools lead the parade. Yeah, <laughs> slip in the back. Shit. I mean, how many times I mean, did he ask the same question? Uh, three know. times. Yeah. How many times <laughs> did he ask her what her favorite whatever was? It was yeah, yeah, three times. Like, Kenny. I, I don't know, dude. That. It was three times, Kenny, because I, I counted. I, I panicked. No, yeah. Oh, are you sure? Yeah. Are you I'm sure? The news. I'm on the news. I can't pick, pick favorites. Hey, but, uh, you might need to edit this because it sounded like panic. Dude, you know what? <laughs> I am not. I don't know. Don, turn it off. Oh, and here's Troy. <laughs> I can hear myself now. Yeah. This is no. cool. You can hear. You can, you can hear. hear. Yeah. You can hear Something Frank, too. <laughs> you can hear me. All right. So. I can hear you, Frank. That's nice. <laughs> I was going to say, are we shutting this down? Well, it's getting I'd like, close. I'd like to wrap it up with Lottie because I yeah, know Lottie. Well, I know usually one of the things I like, I like podcasting with you and, and Tyson because you two always have a lot of good things to say about brewing and beers and stuff. So if we were going to wrap this podcast up, do you have anything you want to say about your beers, uh, Templar, or what you got going on? or just uh, 
Yeah, kind of putting you on well, the spot, you know. No, no. I mean, what's your favorite I, I, beer? What's your favorite beer? Yeah, what's my favorite beer? Grain Belt. It's Who's shit. I heard you, Kenny. Okay. All right. Um, no. Uh, um, what I'm gonna do? Is, what I got actually in our pilot one hit system. I I made a Schwartz beer, which is a black lager. That is mm. going to be available, uh, or it is available right so now can I, for can about another three days. You're going to have to pause. I got it. Yeah, I got to. No, I got to stop you for a second. So you say black lager. This is how I think from what I've learned oh, from Frank. Careful, careful. Here we go. Careful. No, no, from Frank. You know, don't throw me. Yeah, don't throw me in this. Well, so the so the black comes from roasting the malts. And the lager comes from the temperature and the yeast for well, fermentation. Well, the, the black I'm using on this is midnight wheat, mm-hmm. so you're not getting a roasty character with it. Nice. You're just getting the color more than anything else. Um, so it's still fairly light-bodied. Um, I did have a little melanoid and show up a little more than I wanted to, so it's a little creamier and fuller-bodied awesome. than I initially wanted to, to be, but how, it turned out okay. How it's, dark? It's black. Is it black. Yeah, 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 like yeah. not n- opaque. No, it's no. Black. This is like yeah. right up Joey's alley. Oh my yeah. god, elevator. This is elevator. <laughs> and then, uh, Damn it! I sucked right into that one. Yeah, and then I um I took our original recipe of calling Elvis, which was a uh, milk stout. Yeah, that I we like did. that beer. I uh, I mixed it up and I added. I'm gonna say it wrong so everybody can laugh at me, but Abuelita Mexican chocolate to it. We melted it down. And it sounds right to me. <laughs> yeah, that, sure. That sounds like, Don't look at me. It's, it's grand, like, Abuelitas, yes, finished. yes, chocolate. I'm finished. Leave me alone. <laughs> which means grandmother, right? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. And yeah. that's a. Re- I love that chocolate. That's a really good chocolate. Yeah. That's so like- that'll be coming out soon. Um, I have a British style pub ale. I'm nitrogenating. Oh, nice. These are all one hit wonders. No, what does uh, that mean? That'll be coming out. Nitrogenating. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, it's gonna pour like a Guinness. Ooh, but ooh, it'll shit. it'll look like hollow body, so it's a nice. real light colored pub ale. Think of Boddington's. That's your classic pub ale. Yes. So it's going to be similar to that. Um, I brewed in our one hit system a braggot, which think of a mead, but a braggot is you have to have fifty one percent grain minimum in it, and then the other forty nine percent of that is honey. If everything keeps going right. We're targeting 13% ABV Ooh. on Ooh, it, nice. and I'm going to add some blackberry to it. So it's going to be a, a good alternative for wine drinkers who don't always mm. like beer. We'll have that available at the brewery. And, how, uh, how, you serve awesome. that? Yeah. how you serve that? What kind of, what kind of uh, glass? It'll probably be in a wine glass, wine and glass. I don't think if I put CO2 on it, it's going to be a real light amount. You know, but cool. yeah, That'll not really a whole neat. lot of CO two on that. Awesome. That's cool. That sounds good. And then we got Rhapsody in Red returning. What else? Um, El Cerrito. El Cerrito. Oh, that's With the uh, tequila. Yeah, yeah. Tequila. Oh yeah, tequila <laughs> barrel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Cinco I'm gonna, de Mayo. I'm, that's where I'm going to be at. Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> tequila barrel, El Cerrito. <laughs> and actually, How? next weekend we have Festival de El Cerrito. How long does so your El Cerrito fun. sit in the, in the uh, barrels? The uh, everything I do barrel aged is one year. One year. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Nice. All right, so uh, the, we got sound checks going on. So I want to wrap this up because I'm afraid the sound quality is going to suck. No, so. no, you're good. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> it's it sucked from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> There's not much of a change. You know, I mean, from the outside from perspective. From the outside perspective. I mean, I know I really wasn't I heard invited it. to talk on the mic much. Today. <laughs> Do you, you see what, what I, I do? think it'll actually, though, it, it's nice background music. Uh, so it is nice. Yeah, it muffles right. out, out yeah, our voices. It works a lot yeah. better for us. But now it's, time to, now it's time to get drunk. Yeah, you see what I do with Lottie? And these are my friends. You don't deal with anything that much. Oh, my God. These are my best friends. Well, if they turned up the music, you wouldn't be able to talk anymore. Yeah, that's It'll be the best podcast ever. That make Frank happy. So what Frank just said, it's time to turn on the party. Yeah, this, turn, this, yeah this party's about to turn, start. I like get that. it turned yeah. up. I like time to turn on the party. Yep. I, that's a great uh, I deactivated great my Instagram Live just yeah. in case. Yep. Um, <laughs> just in case. Hey, Lottie, thank you very much. bad decisions aren't going to make themselves. That's it. That's right. So here it. we go. No, Lottie, Pancho needs to show up. I always appreciate what you do for us on our podcast and the support you do, man. Thank you very much for we hanging all, out with us. I always have fun. Um, it, it's weird. I, I always say I'd like to be more out there more talking to people and be more visible. Uh, holy crap, some days after, you know, 60-hour weeks, you just want to put yourself to sleep. Yeah, you know? and, and the last two times, the last two times I saw Lottie was one of them was actually a work function. And I was like, check me out. I'm going to be such a fucking badass. I'm going to go straight to, to, the, to the brewmaster's freaking thing and talk to Lottie. And it was cool. I mean, really. really and he's people, like, he's like, who are you? Who are you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But the people were like, holy shit, did you just really walk into there? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of a big deal. I'm kind of a big deal here. <laughs> but, but the last time I talked about we, Lottie, we Lottie, have an or- open door policy to everybody. <laughs> just so, so you know, you. come find me yeah. and talk. <laughs> it's not just you. It's not, you're not special. Sorry. Lottie, though, the last time I saw him, though, with Joey, I was over there and he was, he was, he was, he was walking pretty fast. And I just said, hey, man, Lottie. And he, he took the time out to say hi, shake my hand, but then he had to run. But, uh, Lottie, thank you very much, man. I always appreciate everything Not you do, man. And uh, like I said, it's great to be a part of uh, Bakersfield Craft community. Um, it's, this job, for me, is one of the dreams I've ever had was coming into Tumblr and to help uh, grow a community, like Tyler said, eloquent, very eloquently, it's coming. Yeah. And to be here at the start and help get this thing rolling full steam ahead is so exciting. And I, I love it, so can't awesome. wait. I'm awesome. gonna wrap cool. it up right there. Yeah, that's that's it, right? And, and and Frank, this is what these guys do for the for the homebrewers, right? I mean, yep. people like Lottie is oh, totally supported, yeah. Even, just county wise with all the breweries out here. All right, see you, everybody. Thanks, Lottie. Thanks, Lottie. Yeah. All right, Lottie. All right, Lottie's got to run off and start start pouring. So, all right, uh, um, Frank, thanks for helping, man. Hey, thanks, thanks for up. having I, me. Thanks for talking fun. shit. Hey, thanks for being shit. here, Frank. I know, appreciate right? it. Hey, 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 Troy. Troy, hey, yeah, I'm here. Thanks, Sorry, um, thanks, thanks for helping put this on, man. Um, this is now a couple uh, festivals you've been involved with. I'm involved in all of them. That's how I get in for free. So. <laughs> oh, my. Save Smart that mo- move on my Save part. that money. Just yeah. Yeah. coordinate a whole yeah, <laughs> entry spend, festival. Spend 20 or 30 or 40 or 100 <laughs> or, hours yeah, in planning. Trying to get into a festival whatever it takes. for free. That's how awesome, man. So thanks, Troy. Thanks for what you do, and thanks for putting all this together. And Thanks for what you guys do. Seriously, well, it, it's helping Thanks for getting me. Thanks for getting me and oh Sean God. and free tonight. <laughs> Actually, Sean's dumbass I, already bought I, tickets. I, I, I paid. Fucking idiot. I paid. Yeah. You just never know. Well, That's you it. know, it's, it goes to charity. So. It goes to charity. It's it's, it's it goes to charity. Yeah. yeah. Yep. What was that chick's name that was talking to us? Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. I was back there. But that's, that's on Facebook, n- dude. That's a whole other episode. That's a whole other <laughs> oh, episode. Shit. All right, man. All right. Kenny's right, so. fantasy girl. God damn. Dude, I, I just felt like the biggest fucking idiot, man. I was like, uh, uh, uh. No, 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 no. Not yet. No. Just listen to it. No. <laughs> like, and then, no. And then text what? me later like, and say, <laughs> all right. What's your, what's your so favorite, you're going to edit? What's your favorite beer? You sure are pretty. Yeah. <laughs> 
He did not say that. Dude. No, no, no. Yeah, he did three times. Hey, and this at is, least three times. And this is when the real episode comes. Yeah, out and this right is now. where it comes out. Uh, I wish I edited. Dude. This is so stupid. <laughs> you shouldn't edit. This. No, that, that was no, no. Perfect. Uh, we. <laughs> All I right. mean, the best part, Lottie and I just giving a look at each other, like, didn't he just fucking ask that question? <laughs> oh yeah, he did. Let's get, let's see where this goes. Oh, no, whatever, the two, the whatever, Kenny. Sh- the two short guys match up, like, oh, look at the tall guy being uh, stupid. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> look at this is where he's gonna fail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we're gonna watch him fall on his face right here. <laughs> this is where he says something let stupid. Watch. Let it happen. Oh, let it happen. Dude, let it happen. Dude, it goes <laughs> oh shit! I did, dude. dude. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You know what? I talk, I talk a lot of shit about Frank, but everything Frank says about me is pretty spot I'm, on. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just being honest. You're I'm just, spot you know, on. Like, yeah. You are <laughs> spot <laughs> on, Frank. You are spot on. Hey, real quick, but, as, I'm, as we're sitting here, I mean, we're joking, obviously, but looking around this table, how cool was it for the guys from the festival? Oh, to bring Active 30 Club, Active 2030 Club, and. Yeah, to uh, bring these beers. To bring, bring the beers. beers that, Russian mean, River. They waited in, I know they waited in line for this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's so not, that, this was, was really not cool. an easy task, mm-hmm. right? No. To get this stuff. So, very cool of them to, to hook us up and, and, and get Always Kenny, a good time. Get yeah. Kenny drunk enough to make it I know. That's, 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 All right. So, <laughs> again, April 7th at the Mill Creek Park, uh, Active 2030 Club. They're doing, uh, this is all for charity. So, buy, uh, buy these tickets, drink some beer. Don't be a tight ass. Buy the VIPs. Right. Get in there. It's a great festival. Get the get the better porta potties. Get the better beer. Get the better food. You won't be sorry. Um, this is a great event. It's a Always great, a great festival. Event. Uh, Troy, again, thanks for helping out with that man. I know it's 100 percent voluntary. So, and then are you, uh, Frank? You going to be there as I'll the have, yeah. I'll, I'll be Frank's serving more. a beer. I have well, no idea what it is yet. Okay. All I right. told I'm, you got two I'm different ones. Two, I got two. Either a black IPA or a West Coast Danky IPA. So I'm we'll doing see a, it goes. what's going to be a Kolsch into Kolsch? a uh, into a Blondel. Oh, see, so it, we'll my, be there. We'll be serving Kolsch into a Blondel. Well, my yeast was dead, so it became a Blondel. Hey, so real quick, so. Thanks to Tyson, I went up to LCB after my. I realized my my yeast was dead. It was dead, and, and I threw in some uh, US05. Oh yeah, and he's like, make it a make it a blonde. Throw a bunch of. He goes, what kind of hops do you have? And I said, I got a bunch of mosaic. And he goes, oh yeah, five ounces Just of throw hops. Just it all in there. Five ounces of hops or fruit it. So I did. Yeah, he's, I did he's actually hops. really good about helping no, you out with super beers. Cool, super cool, super cool. So thanks to Tyson for that. Yeah, so I don't dude. know if it's good yet, but it's it's cold crashing right it, now. It's good. Shout, shout out to Tyson, man. Tyson, thanks for everything you do for this community for sure. as well. All right, well, let's wrap this up, man, because people are starting to bring in food and yeah. tables and yep. all that. We gotta I need a beer. Up. we got to yep. clean up. Let's go. Good times. All right, guys. Sean, thank you very much for co hosting with me. Troy, thanks again. And uh, Frank, also helped setting this up. Man. Yeah, yeah. It was very, very no cool. No worries. It, it was guys. fun. All right, man. So, uh, everybody, hope to see you at the Country Crab Beer Festival. Enjoy April 7th. We're out. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes and Google Play, Twitter at I'm Not Kevin Pod. <laughs> <laughs>